Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today, Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? I had no idea that your hometown produced such fine firearms, Mike. Oh, do tell. I didn't know this. Renton, Washington. I just tried out a new firearm, the Lionheart. $1,600 gun. Shit was dope. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Okay. It's not my hometown, but I know where that's at. Oh, I thought you, I thought it was. Okay. It's all good. It's all in the same area. You live there, right? At I have, point. yeah, definitely at times. <clears throat> all right. Uh, also joining us is Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good. I crushed it this week. All right. Do tell. I can't go into details. I got uh, NDAs. Damn. Oh, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I was trying to get people in trouble. I don't know what you mean. You crushed it. I don't I know, know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I okay. And no, I have no, and I have no info on Star Wars games. So leave me alone, people. Yeah. Or info I can share. There you go. All right. Well, that's well. Yeah, I know the uh, your big day is probably coming up. We eat three, couple weeks, right? Yeah. No, actually, EA Play. We don't. We don't uh, soil Just ourselves with the rest. Of yeah, E three. Like, <laughs> oh. We don't. We don't mess with the young bloods. Got it. Got it. Got it. We don't associate with the peasants. Oh, I see. <laughs> Ho- hope you guys are getting ready for that uh, that loot box uh, legislation. I see. <laughs> Uh, it's, they talking about like again i cannot speak <laughs> such things <laughs> okay we'll leave that alone now you want to talk about sims <laughs> hilarious can i ask a question real quick you brought up loot box now my son hit me up for 40 dollars mm-hmm. for some new overwatch loot box that just came out uh i i, I kind of get the concept of loot box you buy, you spend money they send you a crate you don't know what's in it. You open it and hope for the best. Is that basically what it is? And Pooh, you work in the industry? NDAs. For the most, yeah, for the most part, that's how it goes. So it's not yeah. like, so back in the day, you just to play the game and you, you spent one price, you got, the, you got your game. But now you pay that one price and then they're like, hey, we got this other stuff we can sell you on the side. Well, I mean, I mean, they got Star Trek loot boxes. They got... got I oh no! You're thinking of something, something different. Dirt. Yeah, you yeah, are. You thinking, thinking of the, you thinking of that gift thing where they send you a, a box full of um, different products and merchandise. That's one thing, and you don't, you don't know exactly what you're going to get until the month, until they announce the month. Within the gaming industry, the loot, no, it's a loot box. Yeah, that's loot crate you're thinking of. Loot box within the game is that you can buy these, um, these, um, content within the game. And it can oh. it could be something aesthetic. It could be a gun. It could be XP. You don't know what you're getting, and they're trying to get you to make these microtransactions to somewhat enhance the gaming experience. Okay, so it's the it's the it's the second thing that he bought because it's for a video game Overwatch. So so actually, yeah, it, you, you were right. That's what you were saying, I guess, about being games. So yeah, it's some secondary. <laughs> type almost mystery thing that you can buy for games and you kind of get different stuff uh it has caused quite the turmoil if i could say the word amongst video gamers about this types of practices uh, all the way up to i see that there is actually a u.s senator who is trying to introduce a bill what's to, wrong to, to ban loot boxes and pay to win sort of microtransactions from games 
What's the point? I mean, what's the issue? I mean, I like it, but it seems fair and legal. What's well, the, the thing of it is, is that some see it as pay to play or pay to get the full game. Um, there are a number of free to play games where you just can go on like uh, I'm playing Fortnite. Well, my son's playing Fortnite. I'm playing no, dead by dead. You have to play. But like, Fortnite, for instance, you can just go online, download the game for free. You just play and play and play. But then there are things that you can buy either through a loot box or additional add-ons where the more money you got, you have a competitive advantage over other gamers because you got a, a doper armor, doper, doper gun, and all these other things. And they're saying that it's not right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you don't have to play the game and it's free. Right. And I think it gets to the point, you can, it's kind of interesting, you, you said your son asked you, I think the argument from it getting to the political aspect is, you know, it's sort of, they feel like these games are targeting kids and maybe like sort of monetizing addiction to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, making them want to keep spending all this money to buy stuff where if it was an adult, then it's your choice. But obviously a game like Fortnite and some of these, I know like my son was really into that at one point. Uh, And so for them, it's an easy way to get them in. It's like, you give them a little bit of crack for free. And then it's like, oh, you want the rest of this shit? You're gonna have to get the money. <laughs> now, my son come back and be talking like Pookie. Is that what you're saying? Now, full disclosure, I work for a video game company, and I am not speaking on behalf, nor am I a representative. These are my words and mine only. The way that I look at that is, you you, you say it like that. I'm like, again, you don't have to buy the game, and on top of that. Um, the people who, who want to play these games, because, you know, when you get to like Star Wars, since you have to buy the game, people get mad because they want to be competitive and get these rank ones. And they're like, well, I shouldn't have to pay in order to get these extra add ons. It should already be in the game. But I'm just like, dude, stop it. And the, the point about the, uh, the the kids, I'm like, I look at it as you say it's addictive and it's targeting kids. And I'm like, so I remember Transformers. We watched that, what, every afternoon or every Saturday. That was targeting kids to get you to buy the toys, right? But you didn't, so I'm you like, didn't give the kid a free Transformers when they walked in the store, though. But at the same time, <laughs> who's buying the games for them? Who's, well, that's the whole who's point, allowing them right? to download the game? Well, that's the point of it. Is It's allowing, again... Uh, you give your kids access to this unreasonable, you know, understanding. But again, any corporation that's making millions of dollars, if if there's a government or certain people feel like you're targeting children, they're going to come for you. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? It's a legitimate argument to say, like, you're targeting kids who don't have money to get a addictive sort of mindset over something. That's not a right thing to do. It's, I can understand, like, who, who, right, whose responsibility is it? But at the same point, we can't deny that these things are targeted to people and specifically to children. So it's one thing to target them through advertisement, which they somewhat regulate. And so if you have games, I think games should be held accountable to some level, just as we regulate uh, you know, targeting advertisement in schools to kids. Right. You can't just have outright McDonald's, all these types of stuff. They, they outlaw they, they outlaw that type of stuff. So I don't know why games would be any different. It's probably a way bigger industry in terms of money and probably a lot more sinister in my opinion. Like, cause you know, if you can hit a kid at a younger age, they're going to follow them for the rest of their life. If, if, you know, if that brand is strong for them. And so if you already got them 
you know, if they got some type of flow chart in this and, yo, if we can get each kid to spend $40 a year until they hit 16, I mean, how many trillions of dollars that would be? And then when they hit 24, they're more apt to spend this, da, 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 da. So I, I can see why it can be, it should be argued. I don't, I don't have the answer to it, but I just feel well, like it, it could be a problem. You know, I, as an adult, I don't like the games where, okay, I bought, like I play Call of Duty. Love the game. But then they have the season pass, right? And they hold back some of the game and put it in that. And that's and that costs the same price as a whole game. And I was like, huh? I'm never going to play that shit because I'm not, you're not getting me for a second one. But I hate that they do that. Like, to me, it's like, nigga, make the game and just put it in the game. Have a reasonable amount of price for some of the extra shit. But that's why I don't play free to, free to play games for the simple fact is I feel like, uh, you're not getting the full game. They just want you to get hooked. I mean, I know what they're doing. They want you to get hooked and then pay to play the other stuff. They ain't know the reason why they put it out. They can't make no money if I play it for free. So the whole thing to me is, is a trick bag. But I'm just an adult, so I refuse to do it. But I can imagine a kid who has no recollection of the game or understanding how things maneuver, they'll get sucked into that. Yeah, uh, I, I constantly clown my son. Who keep wanting? Oh, I want to get this guy. I want to get this guy. And I, I asked some point blank. If you get, if I give you the money to get V bucks, can you buy a new weapon? No. Can you buy a new armor? No. So what do you get? Oh, I get this dope skin. I get Captain America skin. I get Cardi B skin. I got all this skin. I'm like, but does it help you win a match? No. I'm like, you a goddamn fool. Yeah, and all his buddies, all sucked in. It, it's just again to me, it just introduces a mentality that kids didn't have to deal with before. So I just, I, it, it doesn't regard a conversation from the, from the parents. And I think the game makers have responsibility too, to understand what they're doing. I know they know what they're doing. They built on the whole thing is for money. So they ain't got, they ain't, you can't tell me they don't, Oh, we don't think about that. What do you, what do you mean? We, we just, hell yeah. They think about the whole reason they do it. <laughs> all, all I know is I got played because I told my son, okay, you can spend the money after you, if you did all your chores. He went to bed, trash wasn't empty, floor wasn't swept. I'm like, go. I'm kick his ass in the morning. <laughs> right, burn. <laughs> but yeah, all I'm, I'm saying is, go ahead, you got the last Jedi one. Fallen Order comes out November 2019. Yeah. Buy it. Hey, if it's a dope game, that's I, I, I will say this, and I know you. I'm not speaking on behalf of. I'm speaking on behalf of the customers. That little promo video, that ain't it, Playboy. We need to see gameplay. <laughs> we need to see gameplay. Damn a CGI video that does look dope, but that ain't what you sell. I, I need to see the gameplay. So it better be dope. November 15th, specifically. Okay. okay. <laughs> Force is strong with this one. All right, let's get off of EA for this boy get fired. I don't, then, did Big says you get an introduction? That's what I was trying to do. Is, is it okay? Damn, sensitive. Me. <laughs> oh, go ahead, man. What's the name of the show? Okay. Exactly. Go. There you go. Say it. Say it. The host is not infallible, though. It don't have to be. The host, the, respect the host. I, I, I use Martin rules. <laughs> well, I was just helping the host out. Okay, Damn. I respect that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Love you. Hearts. <laughs> oh, I can't love my brothers? Damn. Yeah. Homophobia, no. man. That toxic masculinity, man. <laughs> masculinity. I don't know. <laughs> Might be hearing some words, but you be trying to some shit. All right, all right. 
Uh, but last but certainly not least, Mr. Big Sexy and Sex. Sir, how are you? You know, got the new amp fired up, enjoying the music now. Oh, man, I understand. When all these cats who spend thousands of dollars on equipment, I understand now. It makes that big a difference, yes. You, I'm curious, when you have stuff like that, do you play it through speakers out in the open, or are you listening to headphones? I, I do both. And you can hear the difference in the headphones with an amp? In the headphones, no, because the amp, amp just oh, goes okay. to the speakers. Okay, gotcha. But I got some really sweet headphones, though. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I'll let you finish. I was going to say, now you can really hear all of the details of that, uh, was it the little Nas X song? I like that song. Actually. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> I like the video. I was yeah, gonna say clever. I was gonna say uh, I don't know why I got struck with the fact that I wanted to hear some uh, love sexy right. And being a member of Title, I figured okay, this is Title. There's no way that they put love sexy on there as one sequence. Why not? Went to, went to title. God damn it. <laughs> like, shit, all I want to do is hear some dance on. I got to fast forward with this damn little knob on the, on, the, on the interface to try to find dance on. Damn. Title is respecting the artist's vision, man. Of course it can be one track. That's how it was released. Yeah. Apple, Apple's know. the same way. Well, why didn't he do everything? I'm curious, why that album? Why not all of us if you felt that's wrong? how he wanted it. Well, I understand that. I'm just curious why he wanted that one album, not all of them. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Um, man, let's get into <laughs> so far. I can be shut you down. Well, I don't I, understand the conversation. Let's go. Let's move on. Uh, I mean, I, you asked a question. I don't have the answers. Somebody said that's how he wanted it. Um, let's get into a few things here uh, real quick. Uh, since we were talking about music, um, Let's get into this. I, you know, I have actually only heard snippets of this song, but the Little Nas X uh, song, Old Town Road, which as I go by just headlines and see stuff online, it's a hit song. Uh, I know some of the guys on the panel here like the song. I see there's the, there was the controversy early on about, you know, the Billboard didn't want to put it on the country charts. And then he got a, uh, what's my man, the country dude's name? I Billy Achy Ray Breaky. Cyrus. Achy, yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus on the remix. Was uh, Chris Robinson on a version too? I think his name is Chris Robinson. From the Black Rose? I can't remember his name, but he, he's a, another country artist who won, who was popular maybe a year ago, a couple years ago. Hmm, I've never heard of him. Well, I don't know. Um, but there definitely was that, and they did the big video. A video came out. And now I see there's controversy over uh, the Wrangler jeans brand. Uh, is doing a deal or has done a deal with Little Nas X. And, you know, again, I'm just going off of the word of these news. I don't know how prevalent it really is, but they're saying that there's been some pushback uh, of fans of Wrangler, I guess, who don't like the idea of them doing a deal with Little Nas X. Um, and, you know, I'm not a Wrangler, Wrangler, Wrangler? <laughs> consumer. I remember that I think I had bought a pair of Wranglers years ago from Sears, when I was, <laughs> you know, uh, which speaks to their brand or whatever. But it's not something that I rock. I can see how it can be associated with, you know, 
cats who wear cowboy boots and all that whole type of thing. But to me, one, I'll say this. If you if your marketplace is giving you pushback, you can't necessarily ignore that. Whether they're right or wrong, that's your that's your that's your marketplace. You, you do have to kind of recognize it. But I find it all very funny of all the pushback that this song has gotten because it just goes to show when you mess around and step out of uh, their comfort zone for where they have you placed, they're not going to have it. So like when you see, so, you know, a lot of times they'll say, oh, well, don't talk about this rapper, Mike, or, you know, this part, he's doing legitimate music, you know, he, they, and they ask the question. <laughs> legitimate music? Well, you know, it's like, you know, he's for the culture and the, and there's always, the, you know, sometimes we'll question, does this guy have, you know, is it a culture vulture or something? Is the shit good? And it's, you shouldn't talk like that. And usually all it really gets as far as is conversation. You know, ain't nobody Eminem or uh, what's uh, what's the what's the cat who had Post the song Malone. Post Malone? What's my man who had the song with Pharrell and they got sued and everything? That's right. Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Also, is trash, though. But you know, and again, a lot of these guys are dope. I'm not question, but I'm, but I'm saying sometimes, you know, even even uh, Bruno Mars, which I don't feel this way about, but that was the big conversation a couple years ago. It only it usually just is conversation online. It's just talk. Some would say nigga babble, right? <laughs> okay. I, I'm ex- I'm going extreme, but it ain't you know that's it. Now when it when you flip into the other realms of genres of music, let's say country, the whole the industry no, they just say nope. <laughs> you ain't on the charts. Huh? Like they, for some reason they don't uh, do they not do that with the hip hop charts or R and B if some if people was like, Hey, we don't know if Post Malone is really R and B, would they do they pump him off of the get him up out of the R and B charts? Hell no. I, I would like to know what Billboard had to say about that, how they justified that bullshit. They had some little corny little thing, but they do that. And now, when you, and then when now he's getting a deal with the corporation, <laughs> and then you see the fans, they push him. But yo, we don't need to have him on the. I, I'm curious why they, and I don't know the answer. Maybe what is the problem? Is it just that he's black, or are they saying he's not Wrangler enough? I don't. I mean, does, does Wrangler only mean country, or it's a gene? I, I'm so lost. They well, actually had the nerve to call it cultural appropriation. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. And to recall them out, like cultural appropriation of cowboy culture. And they're like, my dudes, do you know who the first cowboys were? Interesting. Well, I think it was from a product standpoint. And again, I'm, I'm with Mike. I have not worn a Wrangler jean since, oh God, 1972. But it's just speaking for me personally, you know, when you think of a product, you think of a certain, you know, time period, I guess. The same thing could be said to happen with Converse All-Stars. Because when I was a kid, if you have All-Stars in the playground, you got clowned. That simple. And a few years ago, I stopped by the Converse outlet store. Man, it was hipster central. I'm like, what is going on here? So brands do you know, attract different people. You know, different markets will get onto a brand. Now, if Mr. Nas, you know, does what he's supposed to do as, a, as an endorser and brings in new clientele, 
the people who matter the most, i.e. the Wrangler shareholders, will be happy. That'll be that. As long as their numbers go up, they're not going to give a damn. Just like Converse. You know, <clears throat> they don't care who's buying it as long as somebody's buying it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, big Sexy. I mean, Big Sexy. Uh, damn, I'm tripping all of a sudden. Q-Storm. A crap. You're right, though. Q-Storm, what did you think about this? <clears throat> I don't have a pony in this race. Uh, I don't either, but... I, I you know, I... I uh, I feel like I I don't know I feel, well I don't want to I feel like white people in general have a problem opening their lanes up to us. <laughs> you, I mean Serena the, the the Williams sisters that got into tennis controversy. Tiger Wolf Tiger Wolf Tiger what's his name <laughs> Tiger Woods Tiger Wolf Tiger Wolf Tiger Woods. He gets in the golf controversy. Uh, I forget that Willie Ribs, I think his name is, gets into a NASCAR. Ribs, yes. Controversy. Uh, Obama controversy. (laughs) You know, so, and that's not to say that when we see, of course, when, I shouldn't say we, but when some people in the black community see white people coming into our lanes, some of us get upset too. Uh, I just think it's like as long as there's a, a respect for the culture and an understanding where the culture originates from and not a theft of the culture, and as long as the stewards of the culture are being recognized and maintaining their steward status, I don't see the problem. Yeah, I mean, and, that's, and you bring up a point. I mean, when you look at like Eminem, he, he was accepted off the gate. Because Dr. Dre walked him in. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is me. So we said, oh, automatic. You went, you good. And then he was dope. Right? I mean, you still got to be tight. But when Dr. Dre walked you in, oh, here's the keys. You come on in. You family. No problem. So I get that. Like, yeah. And, and to me, Billy Ray, and I don't know where he's, I'm not saying Billy Ray Cyrus is the Dr. Dre, but I'm just saying, like, he obviously is was big in that world, and he basically co-signed. Here, man, they give you some pushback. I'll walk you through the door. So, you know, you know now, what I'm saying? now I, here you go. I didn't help a damn bit either. Well, now, I'm like, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm like, uh, what was that whole kerfuffle a couple years ago with Ti caping for somebody that said some wild shit? Oh, you talking about that female rapper? He was walking her through the door, but she was whack. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, Iggy, Iggy is alien. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's different. Is it that, hashtag? Is that different? different? Well, it's that's different di- because she was tr- trash skills. She was whack, <laughs> right? And she was talking crazy out the mouth. So she was talking on some problematic, semi-racial shit online, going at it with people, and he can walk. He's gonna walk you for a little bit, but once it starts to get to his credibility, he. Cut, I'm going to let you go. You ain't dragging me into this shit. I mean, for me, it was the fact that her first debut song was entitled Pussy. That's, 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 all, that's all I needed to hear to say, no, she can't come in. She can't oh, come in. Oh, well, you serious? I don't know. Uh, that was her first song. I'll leave that alone. But I remember that video with a black child sitting on a porch on a little hobby horse. Oh, okay. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sitting there talking about her pussy. Mm. Wow. I do remember this now. Yeah, it's, that's out of control. It's out of control. 
Yeah. And then that whole thing on uh Sway. <laughs> oh my God, that thing on Sway's radio show <laughs> where Sway was caking for, and this dude called in. Yo, that shit is whack. Get the fuck off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> mm. But you know, little Nas X, like I said, man. To me, when I hear, when I've heard a little bit of it, to me, I was like, okay, it sounds like a spoof. I mean, it's catchy. I just looked at it the same way I looked at the rapping Duke. Like I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't really have nothing against that song back then. I thought it was funny. You know, I still, da ha, da. Duh, uh, uh, uh. I mean, you know, it was that just was some, shit, it was yeah, it was just some clowning type, you know, funny shit. It wouldn't know like I wouldn't be in my car, you know, bumping it, you know. Shit, I would. Well, that well, you, you're corny, but I wouldn't be like. Wow. <laughs> just mess with you. I said what I said. <laughs> but wow. I mean, come on, you wouldn't be like in your car two miles an hour, so everybody see you bumping. Duh. And chicks looking at you like this? Who's this goofy nigga? Maybe not on the West Coast, but in the Midwest. Yeah, well, I guess it was a different get down. I I just, yeah, I don't. But I don't. Maybe I don't remember the song. But to me, this is the same way I would see this song. Like I, I could see how it was cool. Now I'm sure maybe there are people who do bump this, and but I'm a little older, so I was I wouldn't bump it no way. But I don't know. To me, it just seemed like it's a fun song. Like I don't see what the problem is. But I, well, I know what the problem is. We all know what the problem is. Wrong color. It's sad that that's what it is. I know a lot of people listen to Mike. Uh, come on, you're always on. I mean, what else is it then? If you are you saying the song is trash? People seem to love it. That's why it's hidden because it's dope. I think oh, it's very simple. It's, it's it's like just picture that white neighborhood, and then the first family moves in. The first black family moves in. They might smile, but it, but when they get back in. Behind closed doors, like, how many more are gonna come in? Oh God, we gotta stop this now. Yeah, but they about a couple of days too late. I mean, you had Aaron Neville, Darius Rucker. I know there was one other person. Oh, they, that's another one. They got Beyonce out of the paint on that. Charlie, Charlie Pride, the only real black man. Come on, Martin. That's right. They did get even Beyonce. Kind of got low key shut down. Ain't no low key too. Well, I guess that it was, was high key. <laughs> It just goes to show, man. That's why. So you know, hey, if that's cool, if they can do all that, then can't be mad when somebody else on their culture or whatever they feel is part of theirs has some gatekeepers that be like, nah. So you know, so I don't want to hear it when, they, oh man, you got he, he's cool. Nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna be on my Lord Jamar. <laughs> and see, I, I, I'll say this. I don't really listen to country music, but there is I do find something charming about that down home cracker barrel type of feel. I, I do there's something about it that I find charming. It's but good I, music. I there's some good music. I can't be a part of that. I I know that they won't allow me to be a part of that world and I'm not gonna try to kick down the door to be a part of that world. Now I'm struggling with it in gun culture, I will admit that. <laughs> But I know there's a lot of brothers in gun culture too. But it's like it's just a shame, you know. We enjoy it. Why? Why can't you let us enjoy what you bring to the table? Well, yeah. I mean, to me, if it's good music, it's good music, man. No matter who makes it. I like some country music. You know, I I've come to really respect some. Uh, what's my man? Johnny Cash. I got a Johnny Cash CD at work that I play from time to time. That's to me. That's authentic that shit is dope to me it's got some good songs on there i love his voice 
and I feel like I hear country elements in a lot of uh, some of the R&B music that I listen to. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain kind of you know twang and the different things, elements of it. Certain country can be kind of funky, and and it's just folk typey music to me. It's just when it gets into the uh, to me the quote unquote country music that's really popular to me. To me, that almost is almost like a, some of it don't even come off as real music to me. Like it just has all of the check boxes that are supposed to be in it, but. That's why I say I can listen to a Johnny Cash something like some older shit. And that's to me, that's like that's just some real good shit. Like, if you can appreciate music, you're gonna hear something in that. Be like, yeah, this, this is some authentic shit. It ain't just checking the box. That's what he's doing. It's not corny. Uh, I, I think uh, Rascal Flatts is dope. Personally, I, I've never heard them, but I've heard the name before. Definitely. And, and you know, when what's her name? Uh, what's the popular white girl? Uh, damn, Taylor Swift. Yeah. When she had that hit "Shake It Off," black. I, I know a lot of black folks. Are, that wasn't country. I, I. That's my point. She, when she comes over into a different lane, oh, it's, wide it's open. like, come on in. <laughs> I think that was just pop, in my opinion. It was but pop. I, my, my point was, I, I know a lot of black folks that was like myself included. Like, God damn, I hate to say it, but that's a dope ass song. Yeah. <laughs> what you're supposed to be able to? I mean, you know. But you know, it's it's just funny when it's to me it's funny because it's it's 2019 as if things are supposed to be different, but it just seems more blatant. And and here's a case where they dude is shining, and they mad, and really unfortunately ain't nothing. I mean, it's, they can do whatever they try to do, but as we always do when we get into something, we're gonna tear it up, man. I mean, we you know I mean we're gonna do it, and they ain't gonna be able to stop that. It's just gonna be fly, and people gonna take to it, and they just be mad about it, but. Oh well, you keep, you're gonna keep. So I said, I salute old boy, and I don't know if he ever had any other songs before this, or I never heard of him or nothing like that. But hey, man, do your thing. Get you. I hope he's stacking his. I saw some report where he bought Billy Ray a Maserati or something. I said, hey, slow, slow down. Oh, hell, no. yeah, what? Slow down, man. This ain't this train ain't gonna ride forever. Man. I hope he got that on a discount. Oh, ain't it like a three hundred thousand dollar car or something like that? Something. I said, I know you're balling now, but you ain't gotta. You ain't gotta be buying them up all. <laughs> you could buy that himself if he wanted to. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he should be buying you a You put him back on. Maybe, maybe he did. Uh, uh, well, maybe. maybe. Making those type of purchases, he will be taking a horse down the old town road. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but all right. Anyway, shout out to little Nas X. I, I was when I first heard that. I was like, see, I'm old school. So I'm like, he, ain't he biting though? Biting Nas's name. But anyway. I'm 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 uh, out of touch. Fresh Prince bit, you know. So, who bring who? Uh, Prince. Uh, eh, okay. Well, there was already a Prince. It wasn't a Prince in Grandmaster Flash, right? But there was. I believe so. Now you got me. But they about to pull my 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 hip hop car real quick. I should know this. Melly Mel, Cowboy, Mister Ness. Um. Oh God! Was there a... I'm trying to go through the song now. <laughs> Stop the show! I mean, not not Prince or Nas are not they're somewhat common names, aren't they? I I, I know. I'm just saying. Nas, definitely. Nas, though, such a name. Common? No. Yeah. Now, I, know, I, I know a guy named Prince. <laughs> 
if you want to say something as common, especially in you know names of hip hop things, just put the word "lil" on it. Then it's common. Well, that that to me that that puts you in a whole other category. And say, oh, little whatever. Oh, okay. Well, I, I ain't listening. <laughs> no, no, it's not little. It's lil. A lil. Yeah. I, whoever. I can't stand it. Yeah, you listen to lil. Nah, nah I ain't listening to it. Nah, man. No. <laughs> Off the top, I ain't listening. But not, but shout out to all the littles out there. I'm I'm just old. Wait. It's not like when Little Bow Wow dropped Little and Bow Wow was his name that it was any better. Let's be real. Okay. Wow, Bow. That's what I call it. Anyway, all right. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, before we get... Man, let's talk about my guy, Jason Mitchell. That's right, my guy. What's going... What happened? Uh, reports came out about over a week ago that he was dropped from the shy. What? <sighs> Dropped from the shy, dropped from some Netflix movie he was going to star in called Desperados. His Desperado. agent dropped him, and I think his uh, his manager dropped manager him dropped him. And it was over vaguely over some possibly some misconduct. Uh, it's still a week out. We don't really have all the details. Some other rumor reports are that uh, co-stars from the shy. Namely, the young lady who plays his girlfriend on the show. I think her name was, was it Rachel or something. Uh, she complained, had been complaining about him to the point where her boyfriend or uh-huh. whoever had to come to the set when she was filming with, with, with Jason. And then I think it got to the point where she just told the producers that, you know what, I can't work with him. So she left the show. And then this movie hadn't even shot yet, Desperados for Netflix. I was seeing that three of the stars of this movie, uh, Nassim, Pidrad, Anna Camp, and a dude named Robbie, Emil, all complained about his behavior. And ain't even shot the movie yet? Wow. And it's a dude complaining? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if you look up those names, you'll see who they are. Nassim Pedras, she's the one on uh, Saturday Night Live, isn't she? I, I don't know any of these people. Probably, maybe. Uh, let me see. Uh, I've vaguely seen her picture before, but uh, yeah, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she was on there for five seasons. Uh, looks like she's in the Aladdin movie. But anyway, these people all had a problem with him, or allegedly had a problem with him. And whatever happened, the Hollywood game said, you're out of here. They ain't playing the uh, expose them article or uh, they just cut it off off the top from the top. Damn. Like it's one when the it's one thing when the show lets you go. But when your own agent, the people who going to get money off of you, no matter what you be in. They ain't fucking with you. Yeah. Something, something's going on, man. It's a systematic. Somebody just hit the button. Like he, he was, he, he was, he was greenlit. <laughs> he was red lighted, and he's out. He's out. Everybody work on him. Cut him off. Done. And I like Jason Mitchell, and I always watch his interviews. He's on the Breakfast Club. He talk about his story, how he came up, and how he. Audition for uh, Straight Outta Compton over Skype, and he, he just went. You know, he had never really done anything like that before, and it's just it's just sad, man. Like 
whatever happened kind of fucked off his career, man. They're not fucking with you. See, and, and we've talked about this on this show many a times where, you know, when you get into like Hollywood or even a corporate world and you kind of ascend to a different level, you can't forget that it's not one. It's not a fair system. You might see other people playing these little games and little slick comments to the females and, and all this. But you can't really get down like that. They're not going to give you the same leeway to be fucking up. It just ain't going to happen. And this is a perfect example. Now, again, I don't know the specific, but if if they're saying it's some misconduct, probably messing with females and stuff, trying to, I don't know if he was just aggressively trying to holler at these chicks or smashing them and doing, I, I, I don't know. But you can't, all you had to do was show up for work and get your bread. That's it. You, you, if the sister they're talking about, that was your co-star, on the, that was your girl. On the, to me, I was like, I would have had a pack with people like that. Yo, let's do our thing on this so we can keep this thing going. And let's get this bread. We ain't messing with each other. You my sister. Let's let's do this. You ain't be trying to get all make. You're trying to you're trying to do like Martin. Remember where Martin, when his show was popping and Gina had a problem with him in real life. And she was up out of here. To me, that's the downfall of that show. Now, Martin is Martin, so he get a little leeway. He can't do the show without you. Neither you're a co-star on this show. It's an ensemble. You just coming up. What are you doing? All these white folks ain't playing these games. <laughs> but well, what about uh, Michael? What about Michael? What was his name? Michael Weatherly from Bull. You have to hear this story. Most What's awesome that? Person. Say that again. Michael Weatherly from Bull. Eliza Dushku left that show and sued the shit out of them, and they settled and gave her <clears throat> several million dollars, which would have covered her next contract or over the next four years. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah. I hear you now. Okay. Is this the one where Spielberg was a part of the show? And Spielberg's production company said, we're out. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess the race. He still, he still gets the show. Guess the race. As I said, they ain't gonna let you get away with that. You can play guess the race, but we've seen even with white folks, they they are crossing crossing them out fast. Why? I'm curious why this guy still gets a show. Hey man, I don't know. I've never seen that show. I don't know much about it, but they don't. There ain't no question. It's the same way to me. It's like uh, I, I see the report of Weinstein right? It says. Gonna go ahead and pay his forty something million dollars. Forty four million. Uh is he going to jail? Yes. He is? Dude, the forty four don't mean nothing, man. That's just settling these civil suits. The rape cases are still moving forward. Mm. Did they did they let Cosby settle out? For the civil? For whatever. He on, in the, prison. on the civil side he said I ain't I ain't doing it. He said he's not paying anything. Uh, it's two okay. different things, Mike. Two okay. different things. Okay, okay, okay. Just well, like hey, my girl, Felicity Huffman, she settled, and she took the plea. She's going to do four months in September. She said, shit, I do that standing on my head. That's right. Lori Laughlin, I don't know what you do. Lori's doing with some time. She said, I don't know no Lori Laughlin. Four months, cool. Give I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I saw Orange is a New Black. I know how to get down. <laughs> yeah. Better go talk to your girl, Martha Stewart. Shit, Martha was an OG up in there. She was running shit. <laughs> But, but the thing is, going back to Bull, 
and I said this in the chat, I believe Eliza Dushku is involved with Rick Fox. Rick should have did like my man on uh, the Rick show. Fox. Rick Fox. The LA Laker player? Yeah. yeah. She, you know, he should have did like my man did with uh, his girl on the shot go, and went down to the set and be like, is there a problem here, man? Let's watch that shit. That's a huge age difference, isn't it? You hating? No, <laughs> oh, I, 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 no not at all. <laughs> I think, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'll get clowned. Well, that's going to happen anyway, kid. We all know. Wow. I, I, I got something for you, though. But I, I'll go ahead and say, I think I think Rick Fox could do a lot better than Elijah Dushku. Elijah Dushku. Well, going back to Jesse, Jason, excuse me, uh, Jesse, Jesse, with Je- yeah, he getting the he gets the Jesse Award, uh, Smollett Award. Uh, Aunt Pooh, man, what's your thoughts on this thing? Uh, two things to say. One, he's a he's an idiot. I, I just don't get it. As your um, as you're growing with notoriety, getting these all these multiple acting opportunities, why are you potentially wrecking your career, wrecking your life over the booty? Booty, which I'm quite sure he can go up in the club. Yeah, I'm Jason Mitchell. I was easy and straight out of Compton and get it as as uh, Mark said, because I'm not going to even try to say the word. What's the word you said? The booty is what? Ubiquitous. Exactly. So I don't get. And the other thing is, what do they say? You never crap where you eat. Right? No, you don't. I understand. She does look good. I'm, I'm, I get it. She does look good. Me personally, I would have went after Tiffany because oh, that yeah. she's fucking. Oh, yeah. And you know, you you work in close quarters. It happens. There's a number of actors and actresses that are that play uh, love interests that end up dating. But when she shoots you down, what are you doing? Now you come off like a simp. And now you lost your job behind not being able to take an L that the girl wasn't into you. The other part is she had a man. And I understand, you know, some people be like, yeah, but are you happy? Whatever. I mean, we can't do what we can do. (sighs) But it's like, this is your job. Exactly. It's your job. Why are you trying to smash someone else's girl who you work with? So that's just stupid. The other part that that gets to me, and I, I found I had to catch myself, was I was feeling sorry for them, but I was like, "Damn, man, ah, you you, you done messed your life up. You, you you was getting it good in Hollywood. You was people were I, I was campaigning saying you should have got an Oscar. You were really talented. And then I sat and thought to myself, like, why the hell am I feeling sorry for this dumb nigga? Because I'm like, you out there harassing your co-star, who clearly is not interested. You're harassing harassing other female co-stars who are there to do their job that are trying to really advance in Hollywood. And on top of that, I'm going to be tribal and and as a paternal and be like, you making it bad for black men out there. Because you know what they're going to say? Yep, typical dumb black nigga, man. That's all they want. They're just trying to, they're going to do whatever they can and harass the women. Don't, don't, don't matter where they are in their station in life or what they're doing. All they want is to try to get up, get up on some woman, whether she wants it or not. So now you're making black men out there looking bad. So I'm like, man, F this dude. I, I, I really want it to be a mistake or, you know, a lie. But right now I'm like, F that dude. Because you, you, you're just messing it up all the way around. You know, to me, this when I saw the video that came out, I'm going to say it was three years ago now, with him acting a fool on an airplane. 
I was like, his days are numbered. If you can't control yourself on a plane where people get yanked off, plane to Busan like a month, if you can't handle yourself on a plane, yeah, you, you, you don't know how to control yourself. Hmm, I forgot about that video. <sighs> yeah, man, I just... I don't, I don't get it, man. And you know, the interesting thing is he hasn't said anything. There's been no statements or anything from him. Uh, he ain't got nobody to help. That's why. Wow. Uh, hopefully he knows he's smart enough not to say something without, you know, a publicist or a crisis manager. Yeah. I, it's sometimes, that's why I said sometimes I, I know I'd be feeling like you got to spin it. So we can't let this story just be the last thing people hear about it. And I'm just surprised that he hasn't spoke on it at all. And, you know, he's going to, I mean, he has such a bright career now. He's going to mess around and be starring in the Laquishas and, uh-huh. you know, the director, <laughs> director streaming service movies, uh, if that. Because when it sounded like the game just washed their hands of him, like, you, you done. You was on big projects, man. This was there, well, wait a minute. There could be the uh, James Gunn effect. Maybe if he just lays low, keeps his mouth yeah. shut. Then maybe three months from now, he gets his publicist, his agent, reminding people that he did a starring turn and straight out of Compton and all these other things he did. Maybe he could come back. Uh, that's a nice thought. Yeah. And I ain't trying to clown you, but James Gunn made billions. <laughs> Jason Mitchell. Yeah. He was part of a cast that did $200 million. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> what did Cube say? What did Cube say? They'll have a new nigga next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean... James Gunn just said some stuff. They got this cat allegedly probably putting hands on people and on some Me Too shit directly to females. Because I bet you he ain't said nothing. Because if he do, I'm sure some of these people are going to drop the bomb on him and say what he did. And he probably ain't got no recourse on that, especially if that sister start talking. So I don't know, man. Is he from Chicago? Maybe Kim Fox will help him out. Oh wow! <laughs> another, another part of it is, is like we were all speculating that there's people that are speculating online said he must have touched a white woman or did something to a white woman because if it was a sister, they ain't gonna do this to him. We were saying, oh, they must got him on some rape or sexual assault. It's like that's a sad state of affairs that it, it has to go that far for them to get somebody out, well, and then when it comes out that it's just harassment. I was like, okay. Part of me felt, okay, we've come a little bit further than where we were, where it was just harassment charges that got rid of him and nothing far worse than that. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, Tiffany Boone, that's the, the sister from the show, The Shy, plays his girlfriend. If I'm, not, if I'm not reading this right, she reported multiple things, sexual harassment against him. And I want to say that she left the show before he was put off the show. So they was probably willing to let her walk and keep going with him. Yeah. Now, when you go to that Desperados, again, you just Google those people I mentioned, and they ain't supposedly ain't even worked with them, but they complained about it. It's two white women and a white man. He's done. And look, and that movie ain't shot in that lick of footage. So I don't know if they were doing rehearsals or table reads and he was trying to get out. It's just interesting to me how they was complaining. What was he doing? But I, I, I don't know, man. I wonder if, if old girl Tiffany Boone would have just quietly just took the L 
and, and left the show after all of this, would they have kept going? They would have just kept the show going with them? If he would have not done no more else stuff? Or was something about to drop? I, I, I'm, I, here's my t- conspiracy. I feel like there was probably somebody was about to drop the bomb on him, some kind of expose thing. And they're like, if you don't get him out the game or if you don't fire him, I'm dropping this, I'm lawsuiting or something. And they was like, hey, we got to wash our hands of this because it's a liability. They going to shut us all down. This person is threatening us. And, and we ain't taking a fall for this nigga. Get him out of here. That's how I feel it went down. And that's why we ain't heard really what it is because that person said, oh, okay, I'm satisfied. I got him. You know, that, that was my justice. He's done. So I can keep it moving. But it's, that's for Again, no matter who you are, when you're getting into a place like this, just go do the work. Like Ampu said, you're trying to holler. Go holler at the dots at the club or go meet somebody else. But this is where you work. Get your money. You know, this ain't the place to be trying to holler. Yeah, nah. Because they're not going to fight. Yeah, the dude from Bull, he might have the outliner things. And Oh, Steven, Steven you want to walk? Sure, I'm walking, but you're going to cut me my million-dollar check every every season for my money. Oh, no problem. <laughs> like, he ain't walking away from no money. Stop playing. <clears throat> I don't want my, he just, I don't want my name on it because it looked funny. I guarantee you, you're going to cut me my check. God damn it! I'm, I'm I am Steven Spielberg. Let's not act stupid. But when you, you Jason Mitchell and these Lola, please go 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 ask Lorenz Tate. Go ask uh, what was my man from uh, Got Our Groove Back and the countless the countless other leading black men who have come and gone. Oh. They'll have what's another one. They ain't. They ain't they I ain't think it was name. Ty Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Where he's has still, he been? He's still working. He got a he got a show out. IBC. He be having shows that be running. You just nobody don't be watching him. We don't be watching him, but you see him on Netflix and stuff. He be doing his thing. And he be he be on Broadway as well. Yeah, he getting his money. My man Morris Chestnut. He cannot hold a job. But he, yeah, he's still but he's still out there. But I'm just what I'm saying. Yeah, they's all they gonna have. They always gonna have more replacements. They ain't gonna shut down no production over you, black ass. But anyway, shout out to Jason Mitchell, man. We're gonna pray for you, brother. We're gonna pray for you. Get it together, man. Shoot, you should have learned from good times. They killed the pops off. Yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be doing movies with my man Clifton Powell. <laughs> 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 you go, Jason gonna hey, there's always work in the Christian straight to streaming movie market. Oh, you better work. hook up with Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry's fifteen minutes about up too. Have you ever noticed there's all of these like Christian black movies to be on the streaming services? Uh-uh. Yeah, man, it's a whole other little market. That, that's that's how oh. uh, most of all the stars from yesteryear, they all in the movies. So I was gonna say Jason Mitchell, he's gonna be the man. <laughs> we got easy in this movie. I just I hate to say it, because I love her to death. How many has Cicely Tyson been in? I haven't really seen it, but you know, you know, you'll be in who was uh, the the lady that was uh married to Mike Tyson. Uh what's her name? Robin Gibbons. Robin Gibbons. She got a gang of these movies out there, man. Really? Robin oh, yeah. Still Robin Gibbons still eating. Like I said, all of these, they'll be they'd be either halfway plays that they film as movies or they'd just be like these Christian movies. And Clifton Powell being probably a 75% of them. Because, see, I, I see Robin Gibbons as kind of the 
the old school Stacy Dash. So I'm amazed that she's oh, still working. Oh, she's, still working. Still working the Christian circuit. What does she look like? She look all right. Look. Yeah. Look, 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 look good. Mm-hmm. Hey, ja, ja Rule's in one of the movies I saw. Damn. Wow. Actually, I think he's Ja Rule and Robin Gibbons. Now that I think about it. So wait, Ja Rule is still working at the Fire, fire Festival? <laughs> oh, I don't know when the movie was shot. I just seen the movie cover. But yeah, John. I mean, like I said, that's that's a lot, a lot of movies. There's, there's always work. That's where that's where Jason gonna be. Go get your money now. All right. Anyway, speaking of movies, we got a new movie that just came out, and no, it's not Aladdin. I didn't see that one. Did anybody here see Aladdin? Hell no. Nope. nope. Right. Well, it looks like it's going to do blockbusters at the box office. I see it's on track to 100 million. So salute to uh, Will Smith. He ain't he ain't worried. <laughs> He's like, I'll be blue, green, black, yeah. yellow, whatever you need me to be. Check clear though. Check clear, yeah. He's still still racking them in. And I know Disney ain't worried. They ain't gonna never they ain't gonna throw up no no flop with no big people like that. They'll make sure that shit work. But uh we're not talking about that. We're talking about the movie Bright Burn. This is uh from I think he's a producer on this movie, James Gunn. Um uh, I don't know. Yeah, the director. But uh, essentially the movie, at least the way it was marketed, in my opinion, was kind of like a play on like a Superman, uh, like if Clark Kent as a little boy lands in this, you know, the backwoods area and he's found by his family. But what if he went bad? That's the whole thing. What if he went crazy uh, and didn't become a superhero, but essentially came damn near a psycho killer? Uh, so that's the premise of the movie. Um, it is essentially this is a horror movie with people who got powers. That's that's how I looked at it. But we're gonna start with Q Storm. I believe you saw the movie, and I will say you now tell you now there will be spoilers. So there you go. That's like somebody telling you, "Oh, we're gonna talk about the new Friday the Thirteenth." Well, don't spoil it, Nikki. <laughs> 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 eh, it's not in game. <laughs> killing people. Stop it. So there's gonna be we're gonna talk about the movie. Well listen, if you've seen all the trailers, you've seen this movie. Oh, okay. You just don't know how it is. Fair ends. enough. Fair just enough. Fair enough. Uh well, what did you think of Brightburn? I thought it was trash. I mean, listen, as comic book heads, everyone here reads comics. We've seen this story many times. Maybe we haven't seen it on screen, so that's what drew me to it when I first saw the first trailer. I was like, wow, let's see what they do with this. Maybe they're gonna pull from a lot of the comic mythos where Good guys go bad. We saw it kind of in Superman 3. The only thing good about that film, <laughs> by the way. But this movie is like, it took them maybe, I, I can't imagine it took them more than five minutes to pitch, to come up with the concept for this film. They just basically stole Super, Superman and they they stole from uh, Halloween, My, Michael Myers and they didn't give us half of the imagination that either of those franchises had. Or have. Uh, it's basically just like like you said. What if a young Clark Kent turns bad, and that's all it is. We don't. We really don't even. In the first two minutes of this film, he goes from being an infant to a sixteen-year-old boy, or however old he was. So we don't really have any. They 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 uh, they condescendingly. That's not the word I'm looking for. They. I can't think of the word, but they 
they just re- they expect us to rely on our knowledge of Superman so that we would fill in the gaps from those in those two minutes where he is a infant to when he's a 16 year old boy. They, they, they sat there and said, oh, we don't have to really develop this character. We, people know Superman, so we, we can just move forward. Let's just move forward. It's only an hour and a half long. OK, so they're like, oh, let's just stop fucking around and get our money. OK, people know what this is. And I'm like, well, I don't really care about this kid. And the, and what happens in the film is it's all kind of like set up, set up, set up where he develops his powers. And it's kind of creepy seeing him develop his powers because it's such a real world thing that, you know, in all the Superman films, it's like, oh, that would be cool to be able to find out I could fly or I could put my hand in a lawnmower and it would break the lawnmower or I would kick a football and it goes into orbit. That would be cool. Here, it's a little, they play a little bit more creepy. Like here's a scene where he's chewing on, you saw it in the trailer, (laughs) where he's chewing on a fork, just like dead eyed. And his dad's like, holy, what? Bud, what the fuck? That was creepy, right? Okay. But then they don't, that's all they give us of interest of this character. Then all of a sudden, this is kind of a spoiler, literally, there's a switch that's flicked, and he just becomes a psychopath. That's all there is to it. At least with Anakin Skywalker, you have Palpatine pulling the strings. It was kind of lame how he went to the dark side, but at least you had something you could you could rely, you could say that's what made him change. This one is just a flick of a switch. Just one night, he just goes psychopath. So I don't buy anything in this film. I don't buy it. And all it is is a, it's a stalker slasher film with a gimmick that is Superman. That's it. And they could have done so much with this, and they don't. Now, I will say this. There's one death. Well, actually, all the kills in this movie are pretty pretty good, I will say. Uh, there's 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 one that takes place in a truck. You've seen it in the uh, trailer. But there's another one which we haven't seen. I, I will not spoil it. Otherwise, you will have nothing to hang your hat on. But it was very chilling the way they did it. And I'm like, why did you wait till this point in the movie to give us that? Then in the credits, and I'll be finished after this. In the credits, they do the most cynical. That's what I was looking for, cynical. They do the most cynical shit possible. They show us scenes that should have been in the movie. And I'm like, why are you showing us this now? So I might have spoiled a little bit there, but yeah, this movie's garbage. I'm going to do a review. I'll probably give it one and a half, maybe two reels out of five. Interesting. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I would say I, I, I thought the movie was a lot better than you described. Uh, to me, this is a horror movie, uh, a low-budget horror movie that I think has a very cool premise. Uh, judging it as a horror movie, it is just it sort of checks the, the, the standard tropes of these types of movies where it's the kid that is crazy and starts killing people and Again, like you said, to me, some of the deaths scenes are very brutal and, you know, over the top type stuff. But that's what you would expect from a horror movie. They always kind of one up it a little bit. Um, I thought the movie was okay. Uh, It's an interesting concept because it is. Well, let me say this. 
it comes out when a time when superhero movies are the main thing. So it's very interesting because we've never seen it played on screen like this. Uh, there is a great comic series called Irredeemable. Uh, exactly. That kind of plays on this, but it's a little different. But it essentially is a Superman-esque type of character who just tries to, takes over the world and is killing people. What's interesting about this movie and what's the darkness about this movie is that it's a child. And to me, this movie is very creepy at times. And I was kind of, as I was watching it, certain parts made me thought, they're about to go into some really dark shit here if, if they're going to do what I think they're going to do. Uh, they don't go there. And I'm talking about the little girl, if you remember uh, Q, when he goes to the little girl's house. I thought right. they was going to go in. A, I was like, what if they going, they going really, are they going on some other shit here? Because uh, then I was like, this is about to be awesome spit on your grave wildness <clears throat> but it still goes to a violent direction and i think the thing about it what i took away from this movie is that this movie to me is like these are the kids that be, become the school shooters this is the mentality mm -hmm. that i saw when i was watching this is the, the way the little boy was acting and what he was doing take away the superhero in this or superpowers of it if he just had a gun or some other weapon, he still would be that sick, you know, demented child. And I thought that was disturbing. Because there's kids like, unfortunately, there are kids like this. You know, they show little things uh, when his, there's a part when his parents look under his bed and they seem like they find his little stash of bikini clad women. It wasn't naked or nothing. It's like, oh, this is his little porn stash. But then they flip into it and he got pictures of people's mutilated bodies and their organs and intestines all ripped out and dissected. And I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, whoa, what kind of the porn game is this? It's like, he's on some other shit. And, <laughs> and that's why I was like, this is disturbing. But there are kids that be doing shit like this. There's a whole part where he's mutilating animals. To me, that was on some sick shit. I was like, this motherfucker. This little boy is on some stuff, man. And the thing about it was his parents, this is a perfect example, particularly his mom, who was, you know, they don't see no fault. They, they try to cape for every little thing the son, the child is doing to the point where this child is crazy. He, he's entitled. He's, you know, he wants his way. He's selfish. And I'm like, that's people be doing this. This is this is them them kids, and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Cause I was like, if this move, if he, if those are some black parents, there was a scene. It was a birthday scene. It was at the little diner, and it was his birthday, and his uh, auntie's boyfriend. This is why I knew it was wasn't no white, no black kid. He was on his cue. I know cue. I, 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 Here we go. Let me stop. <laughs> But the man gave the boy a rifle. And the dad was like, huh? You can't give him a... Don't give my son no goddamn rifle? Crazy? And the son was like, no, nah, dad, I, that's mine. Okay, now you can't have it. And does he snatch the gun out the dad's hand or, or raise his voice? Like the, everybody, uh, He just says, he, he, he pounds the table and he looks, he says, give it to me. Give it to me. Everybody in the whole diner stopped and looking. Hmm? And I'm like, see, I said, they, they did right there. This is, this what they, okay, now I said, listen, I 
Oh, like, see this right here? I'm like, they don't show you. See, what they don't show you in this movie is what led up to how he started acting like that. Like, they show you the thing with the spaceship and he's having these dreams or whatever. He's speaking in tongues. But I'm talking about the part where how come that boy is not afraid of his parents? How come he don't have no empathy toward these people, really? How come he's still a child? How come they never show him cry or feel any remorse? He was right. So to me, the problem was his mom and the way she raised him all before we saw it. They was letting him do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. See, I I don't want to take up the time. I don't know if anyone else has seen it or not. So but I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think you're hitting on all the points I was making. Okay. The, the analogy of the school shooter. Why didn't we see him walking through this? I mean, there's a scene where he attacks the house and we saw that in the trailer too. Why not see a, Why not use this, do something with it where we see him walking through the school with laser beams come out of his eyes. And well, maybe sure. I, I get, let me finish my review, but I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, you, you could say, why don't they show a lot of things? But I'm just talking about what they did show us. Uh, Again, to me, it still was a simple horror movie. And it doesn't sway from that. But my thing is, I'm just saying the character of these kids, the kid, this is what he represented. And to me, it was the mom, is the parents' fault why he was the way he was. Because it could have been, you could have took the super, you could have took superpowers out of it and it could have just been that gun. I think he still would have been, uh, on some levels, he was still would have been uh, susceptible, if I'm saying the word right, to the influence of that alien shit. Or he would have been to the influence of the gun. He still had that in him to do that kind of shit. Because at no point in this movie, in my opinion, was he a child. He was just on some sadistic type shit that some of these kids be on. And there's a reason why they be on. It ain't just because he was Superman or whatever. It's because they weren't raising him right. And his mom was caping for him too much. And even in the face and stuff started piling up. You Yo, this happened. This oh, it's not him. There's a part in there where he damn near snaps off a girl's a uh, hand in front of the whole everybody in the school, and the mom still like, well, oh, don't talk about my yo gang about my son. <laughs> I was like, these white folks, something else. Wow, that's a bitch. I was like, listen, this dude is crazy. She's still caping, and he sees that. So he going so he in his mind is like, oh well. I'm above everybody. Destroy all these people. Do my thing. So anyway, I'm going. And let me be. I'm not talking about all white people. I'm just we, ha- <laughs> we, we having fun. So stop it. They ain't all so bad. Mike got bills to pay. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all, <laughs> the black people do it too. But I just I'm just saying it's an interesting movie to me because I thought the premise of it is very interesting. This movie to me reminds me of the first. Uh, what was that movie where they kill everybody at midnight? The Purge? The Purge. The original oh. Purge, the, inter- the the premise was so interesting, but the execution wasn't there in that first movie. I feel like this movie sort of falls into that. The premise of this is very interesting, but the execution of it just sort of just sticks to very standard horror-type tropes. And the only thing is, it's he's basically as strong as Superman. So at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, how would they stop him? And to me, you can't physically stop him but that's what the movie could have been if they would have shown he's still a child and any real child 
you don't have to have superpowers for a child. If you just think about it in regular life, you could talk to, a, a, a father can talk to his son and use a certain tone of voice and break him down. In this movie, the dad didn't have that power over his son. Because to me, it would be like, damn, your powers, nigga, I'm your dad. Sit your ass. You know what I'm saying? They, they never really show that. And that. But again, because I think the son was just too far gone, they didn't raise him right. He didn't have that fear of his parents. So when it came down, I'm going to spoil it. This is one of the coldest parts in the movie. Once the parents start to realize what's going on, the dad takes the son. We're going to go hunting in the middle of the night. Take you out. Let's go find some deer or some shit like that. So they out walking. Son's walking in front of him. Oh, dad, this is the, the deer tracks kind of go right here. Now, I already knew what the dad was going to do, but the dad got the rifle and standing behind him, and he goes ahead and cocks it, and he's going to blow this little boy's head off. So he ends up, and the dad, you see the tear going down the, the dad's eye, pull the trigger, poof, bullet hit the back of that boy's head. Coop, <laughs> that little boy turning slow turn and looked at him and I wish they would have said you know you know you done fucked up right? <laughs> you know you fucked up and he unleashes on his ass and it's a brutal movie very bloody so I was like that was a cold scene but then I was like you know what at that point he don't have no now he don't if the parents gonna get taken out then the hell with everybody else so I thought it would have been interesting because if the dad didn't have to go the violent route, if the dad was had that, he had the respect. See, that's the he had no respect for his parents. So, if his dad would have just said, "Oops, shit, what did I just do?" His dad would have said, "Oh man, I can't hear myself." There we go. His dad would have said, "You need to stop." To me, it would have been interesting if he did have that power enough for him, where the boy felt really bad for what he was doing and knew he was wrong. And even though he could have destroyed everybody, he would have just started crying like, man, you know, I disappoint my parents. But he didn't have that. He was just just raw. So I say all that to say I I enjoyed part of the movie. Some of it was very creepy, as Q said. But just as it starts to go toward the end, you could tell like it was you could tell where it was going to go. And, you know, and it did what it did. I was like, okay, whatever. The ending part that Q talks about, what's that? That's that dude from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his name? He's a blue face. Oh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. He plays like some YouTube vlogger type dude at the end. Oh, he's like an Alex Jones. Yeah, he's like some you know video dude. He's, he's essentially showing you that the Justice League type characters exist and they're causing havoc too, but the government's hiding this, this conspiracy type of thing. And my thing was... See, to me, that would have been interesting, but the fact that they don't have the budget to show that, and some of it is just shown with steel pictures or drawings, and it's in a, such a hammy type of way that it's done, that was ridiculous to me. I was like, ah, are you opening no, the can- door to try and say that the next movie would have? There's no way they could explore that uh, unless this becomes this whole other franchise. But I was just like, eh, okay. You're opening the door to something. And my question is, well, then how do you stop any of them? Because they're all villains at this point, and they seem to overpower everybody. What would be the point of showing that? But I just thought that that was kind of silly. I just thought it was silly. I wasn't mad that they showed it. I just thought that the way they did that part, the tone was totally different from the rest of the movie. It seemed as if it was done as a spoof on that last part. Well, the mm. other, I felt the rest of the movie was dead-ass serious. I don't know. 
me personally, I, I enjoyed the film. Uh, I, I, I took the superhero aspect out of it and took it as, like you said, Mike, this was a horror film. I thought they showed a lot of the motivation and a lot of the explanations of why he was the way he was and why things were going that way. Uh, one of the things, again, they had that spaceship that kept calling out to him. At the beginning of the film, they were in the class and they were talking about bees versus wasps. And I read somewhere, which I was like, oh, OK, I get it now. They were saying how the wasps were these predators, whereas the bees were, um, what do they call them? Um Ah, I forgot the word they use. Um, they were they, they were they were farmers, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they were saying that the wasp will get rid of their children and actually let them be raised by bees. And he mentioned later how um, I was sent here because they didn't have the uh, they, they didn't have the time to raise me properly. They wanted to put me amongst the weak and see if I would survive and want me to take over. And I was like, oh. But, I was like, at that point, I was like, this is about to be some shit. Yeah, let me ask you. That, I thought that scene was actually kind of brilliant, like where he was going. But again, I, I didn't understand, like, what made him be like that, though? He seemed like he was already on some other shit just by what he was but, saying. They never show, like, why he, uh, what made him be such an uh, an ass? He was like an evil kid, period. That's what, That was my problem. And I, I, I that's what I was going to say to you. I mean, they, to me, it, it was explained to me by just the fact that this ship was talking to him. And I just took it as, remember how his eyes were rolling up in the back of his head? He was being programmed or he was, they were, the ship was bringing out this personality. Like he was almost a multiple personality, uh, which is why I don't necessarily put all the blame on the parents. That he was, they could have been as stern as possible, but he still, the ship programmed him to be evil. Which is flimsy. I mean, they explained it, but it's still not, it wasn't good enough for me. Go ahead, Ant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that part, as far as the motivation and how this character, I totally, I bought into all of it. Um, I like the fact that <laughs> he was demented with his powers and how uh, the, the best, uh, to me, the best part of the film were the dumbass parrots. You got the mother. Oh, my baby ain't never did nothing wrong to nobody. He broke her arm. Well, you know, I'm sure he had reasons and whatnot. And then the pops, <laughs> he actually got some sense. Like, this kid is crazy. And she's like, man, that's our boy. He's like, he's not. He, he's an alien. He's never bled. We need to remember that. And I'm thinking like, I, I was clapping. I'm like, yes, you dumb. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and say, it. yes, you dumb bitch. Get it through your head. You didn't birth that baby. That baby isn't from this planet. Deal with it. And uh, the other part was uh, the, the friend. <laughs> I love how when he was dealing with the with the kid, and the kid just popped up in front of him, he was like, "Nope, nope, we gonna get up out of here." <laughs> like he was trying to reason. And they did him dirty in the movie. Woo. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, to me, like with that the scene in the forest where he shot him, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see that coming. Period, but to me, I just been like, nah, we was just testing your powers. That's all I was doing. And, you know, I, I would have tried to 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 walk that off. And uh, when he called him, the other good moment was when she called. He called from the uh, no, I think she called the father. He answered. He's like, mom, I'm here. She was like, he's like, dad is gone. And she's like, where's dad gone? And she was like, you know. I was like, Damn. I was like. That, if that had been me, I just ran out the house like, okay, this this dude is 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 gone and over it. 
I think at the end when he was terrorizing the home and messing with those cops for the budget, the budget was six million dollars. Mm-hmm. So I got to give them somewhat props to be able to pull off with some of the things that they did. And I enjoyed it. They definitely could have done some things better. Um, I really liked the scene at the diner with old girl's mother, which to me, like you were saying, these people are this, this kid is creepy. His name was mom. Don't want me messing with you. So I'm gonna kill your mom. You just like what kind of psycho kid is that? OK, I don't want you going to the police. I want you to tell the police that everything is cool with me. And if not, then I'm going to he made us think that he's going to kill his aunt. I was like, God damn, you just taking it from zero to 100. And for me, all of it worked. It definitely like you said, with the first with the uh, the the first purge film. The premise was great. The execution was a little off. I agree with that. But when I saw the end with all of these other people out there, they're Aquaman, they're Wonder Woman. They actually had a picture of one character that I thought was the Flash. Flash? Yeah, yeah. But I found out that that's actually a character from another James Gunn film called The Super that starred, um, I can't think of his name, the guy who played Dwight on The Office. And I was like, oh! Interesting. Yeah, so I... I actually would like to see, and I hate the fact because it's James Gunn. I totally forgot he had anything to do with this film until I saw his name come up as producer. I was like, son of a bitch. But I actually do want to see more films from this. Hopefully they go to Netflix with this or streaming because I just don't think even as good of a premise as this was, I don't think that it warranted a wide film release. Can I I don't know. See, the thing, I think the thing about it, though, now you say that it costs $6 million. This movie is probably going to make so much money that I could see them obviously upping the budget for the next one. It'd be a no-brainer not to make another. I can't, I can't imagine this movie will bomb. You, you can't bomb at $6 million. But uh, I would imagine this movie is going to make a lot of money. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do have another one. And this is Sony. So this would be, mm-hmm. be light work for them to be like, yeah, hey, this is another lane. It's a horror movie, and we we gonna own the horror super, superhero genre. Let's, we ain't got to spend a lot of money on it. Let's get this paper. I could see him do another one to this. I'd be and the other thing is, I, I really liked was his costume. That shit was that was creepy as hell. I let you know right there that he ain't here to save you. <laughs> no. Um, crazy. Go ahead. Let me let me ask two things. Uh, well, let me ask the, the simple one first. When the mother goes to the ship after she realized, after she remembers that okay this is a spoiler she remembers that he could be hurt by the material on the ship there's a, there's a quick shot where she opens the barn door where the ship is and there's a body impaled on the wall or something like that it looks like his guts were ripped out mm-hmm. who was that I think that was the uh, the girl that he was into mother Cause you can see you. Actually, now I don't think I know. Oh, now I remember she had the uh, the eye, the red eye. Okay. From so the now, glass. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I couldn't tell who she, I couldn't tell who she was. Reminded me of Alien, the, the uncut version of Alien. But um, uh, if you think about the fact that I mean, I I hear what everyone's saying about the parents were too. Well, the mom was too um, too lackadaisical, right, or forgiving. And that, that's a that's a good premise worth exploring. But the, here's my thing: the reason I don't shit on the mom that that heavy is because 
if you remember at the beginning, they were trying to get pregnant, and I wish they would have explored taking more time with this. So, if you have, if you if you can't have a child, you know, maternal instincts, you can't have a child, and this this thing comes out of the sky, and it's almost like God given, if you you know religious. I kind of could see where she would probably be a little bit more like, no, my son is perfect, this and that, uh, whatever. So I, I don't know. I don't. Nah, and to I think, me, she, she, to me, her thing was just like you see in real life. Uh, uh, your, your son robbed the. We talked about your son robbed the. Tried to rob an armored truck and he got shot. That's my baby. He he. Well, no, he. He, he robbed an armored truck. He got shot. I, I understand <laughs> it's your baby, but he made a choice. He's doing wrong. To me, ma'am, he broke her arm. <laughs> it's possible he done killed somebody else. Like, That's my baby. <laughs> I mean, she's doing, he, she doing the same thing a lot. It's, it's foolishness. Uh, I understand why a, a mother sometimes would do, but you, it's too, you can go too far. With it. I thought she just went too far. Even the dad's like, okay, come on. Stop. But remember, again, but remember, this, this child came from outer space. <laughs> Right, which would even be more so to say, you know, he ain't human. Uh, to me, she's trying to see the thing is she tried to hide it from the husband when she saw that boy trying to open that door. And he dad, would you, oh, he was out. What was he doing? Oh, nothing. So she fucked up right there. She that's well, how much of caping she was doing to the point where she could have maybe had warned him early on. So he had to die because she over caping and didn't want to tell him what was really going on until it's too late. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I will give you this. I will give you this. And this is where I kind of got out of the film. Whenever you see somebody floating in midair, you're supposed to tap out. And when she first saw him floating in midair and then just went on about her business, I'm like, come on. Well, yeah. I mean, again, if you don't tap out when the spaceship crashes in your backyard, (laughs) I don't know what I mean, then anything goes. I mean, if you... You don't no, say but I'm nothing saying, to your point. Okay, you get. I'm I'm kind of agreeing with you. I know I'm that just saying. You, you see, you see a spaceship crash. You have a baby in it, and then 16 years later, you see that baby floating in the air, having a spasm. Yeah, you should be ready to kill that kid. <laughs> you should be trying to kill that you kid. You should expect then. something to happen. I mean, but there's a reason I, why I, they hid that shit for the, from the jump. They knew they was on some shit. They were doing some dumb shit. Right. So, so, so pretty much this show two things one the kids got lucky to the muffa and two they are way better parents <laughs> I just think it was so much wasted potential in this film to do something it could have been a horror film but it still could have been something along the level of a superhero in terms of scale film but they just wanted to go the cheap right? it even looked cheap, lit well, I, cheap. they didn't look cheap to me I think the thing is, is I think, I think we all got into the oh, this looks like Superman. This is Superman. This is how they marketed it, which was very clever. I give them that. But yeah, because because that kind of reminds me of guys. Because I thought it was going to be a parody um, comic book film, but at its heart, it's not that. It's a it's a horror film. They knew what they were doing to try to get people into the audience, but I mean into the theaters. But I mean, once you got there and realized, okay, this is. This isn't a typical superhero film. I think you need to, you know, subvert your expectations. But yeah, you know, for me, I just I feel like it's been like I don't know if you guys ever saw that classic Twilight Zone. Uh, it's a good life. It's also based on a short story. 
I mean, just stuff like that. There's another, there's another like well-known. I can't think of it now, but they mentioned it on Double Toasted, that review show. Uh, I can't think of it, but <laughs> okay, they they it was done so much better than in that Twilight Zone, and that was only half hour long. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it, so I can't compare. It, but all right, it's about a kid who has supernatural powers. He can whatever he thinks. He's like Proteus from the X Men. Whatever he, he can walk reality to his will. Hmm. I have to and it out. I've never seen. I, I just think they took a great premise and simplified it down to the tropes of a slasher film. Which but I don't just, necessarily have a problem with. <laughs> Again, it, it, I think it's about our expectation. Again, it's marketed one way, and it, a lot of movies do this. They're going to market it one way to get you to come in there. Once you buy the ticket, they don't give a damn. But to me, watching the movie, it hasn't. It's less to do with a Superman thing as it is just more of a guy with some powers. Because he doesn't. He's not played like Clark Kent. There's really no, you know what I'm saying? The only true comparison is that there's a spaceship that landed, but the way his character is is nothing like Clark at all. And his parents aren't nothing like what you would think the Kents would be to me either. <laughs> no, they're not. You know. <laughs> well, I, I remember uh, the Omen series with the kid who has powers from Satan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they they explore that. They they, they I mean, the, the last one was terrible, but the first one and the second one, it's like it had a lot of depth to it. They they, they explore why he does what he does, uh, why he's motivated to do what he does, and I'm like, they could have taken this and made it. They could have had a really, it's going to make money, but they could have had a critical darling on their hands with this film if they had just taken a little bit more time you can to- say that about a lot of horror movies I, yeah, again well, of course you, well, you can of say that about could. action movies are just pure action it could have been like john wick could have been a whole drama but it's, it's an action movie, so i don't have a problem think, with but, it being no, what it see, is I, just, I think john john wick was i think that was sufficiently explored i don't have any shortcomings about that character like i do with this one well you have three movies i'm just saying in terms of the the, the final movie it's just to me pure one. action fest, which I have no problem with that. It, as opposed to this horror movie and some of the other horror movies, they're just it's just a horror movie, which is fine. That's what I, you know, it is what it is. Is it in game or right. a critical thing? Yeah, I don't expect I it to you. be. I got you, but what I'm saying is, I, I got you. I got what a, you're saying. Right, it's just well, let me just say this, and I'll I'll be I'll be done. Say it again. You're saying it's just a horror movie, and you're right. If it were just a horror movie, even like Get Out. Then I can understand those tropes. I might not like them, but I understand them. Get Out is not just a horror movie. That's the exception to the horror movie. I understand, Mike. I understand. But what I'm saying is it plays just like a horror movie, okay? Just like this does. But if you're going to go high concept and introduce a Superman-like character in this world of superhero comics, not saying it has to play like that, but you're introducing that high concept gimmick, then you really should do more with it. I don't think it's a high concept person. <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> to me, this is on the level of Friday the 13th. I wouldn't expect Friday the 13th to be some allegory for mental health issues. It's well, a slasher movie. <laughs> okay. All right. This is a slasher movie to me. He's, he's no different to me than a Freddy Krueger or Jason. He's running around killing he's people. No and he has, he has. Well, again, so that's what I'm saying. It's no different because. All of those characters have superpowers too. They don't die. They keep going. They have movies after movies. They they seem to be resurrected. Those are superpowers. So I, it's the same thing. It's just that it's in a time when superpower superhero movies are so big. 
we kind of may expect that it's going to be this other thing. But to me, it's just a horror movie. He just happens to have powers. Unlike Freddy Krueger, Jason, and Michael. They're unstoppable killers. And he's an unstoppable killer. It's the same shit. And it's about as deep as those movies. Which they're not deep at all. Okay. So, again, our expectations might be one thing. I think they marketed it brilliantly. But you don't normally see them market a slasher movie as some... Like, they wouldn't market Friday the 13th to you as Science of the Lambs. Now, it would be slick if they marketed it to you that way, but all you really got was just a standard Jason slasher movie. You'd be complaining, how come it wasn't deep? Like, eh, well, they, they tricked you. you know, they just made a regular old slasher movie. <laughs> this ain't no, this ain't seven. You know, those are the exception movies. I just think that this movie ain't no exception to nothing. Well, can I ask you one last question? Go ahead. If they had just made this movie about a kid who's a psycho who goes around killing people, it'd be the same thing. And what I'm saying is, why introduce this high concept if you could have just done it and spent less money on your special effects if you had just created a film about, I mean, basically this is a teenage Chucky doll. It is. Yeah, I mean, so, so, so what's your question? My question is, you could have done just a teenage Chucky movie. Yeah, but, but you, this is but, well. The marketplace dictates that if you if you have some tie to superhero, we're gonna pay to go see it. That's why they did it that way. That's what I'm saying. That's why the marketing is to make it look like a Man of Steel. When obviously the movie looks nothing like that, right? So, so again, okay. it's it's a clever marketing scheme because obviously they got us to go watch it. It's it's a low budget movie. If it's only six million dollars, you ain't gonna go any lower than that. Uh, they pulled off what they needed to, and it is essentially a Chucky movie. It's just masked and marketing. Th- and they throw that little element in there to make you think that it's gonna be super right. Superman, but it really isn't. It is just a slash kid slasher movie. The marketing is what it is, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna suggest for one second that because it was marketed to trick us, that makes it the concept work or make that good in in the film. Okay, I disagree with you. All right, uh, what was I gonna ask? <laughs> oh, I was gonna compare this to something I can't remember. What I was gonna say. Oh well, uh, but yeah, check out *Brightburn*. I, I have to say, definitely uh, worth to go see. Oh, let me ask. Um, the guy who plays the the black sheriff is that the guy who plays who plays in um, what's that Tyler Perry movie ah, with Janet Jackson? Um, I can't think of the name. What they have? Richard uh, T. Jones? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> All righty. What's the, name, what's the name of that movie? I can't think of that. Janet Jackson and Malik Yoba are married, and they have a kid who dies. Why did I get married? <laughs> okay. All right. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that with such hate? <laughs> there ain't no hate. It's just okay. All right. Um, another. Well, let's talk about another movie here quickly. Uh, the trailer for the new Terminator movie. Dropped uh, Terminator Dark Fate. This is uh, has the return of uh, James Cameron as a producer. Uh, what's what's the lady's name? Uh, Linda something. Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Linda Hamilton returns, and apparently this movie is supposed to take up right after Terminator Two and ignore every other movie that came after that. Uh, my quick take on this trailer. Uh, I was 
very underwhelmed by this. Uh, I thought the CGI remarkably looked bad. Like it almost to me, it looked like the CGI was from 1992 or whenever T2 came out. If that was when it, I just I, that for some reason jumped out at me. It just looked very bad. I didn't understand that. I don't know what's going on in this movie. It shows a lot of cert, of, of things that we've sort of seen already from Terminator movies. You see that. T-1000 type Terminator chasing somebody and it can melt and morph into other things. Saw that before. There's a woman Terminator badass. I don't know anything about that. There's this scene where you think it's Arnold that's going to come and save the day, but it's Sarah Connor. I was like, okay. It shows a lot of action, to be frank. We've seen so much action in movies. There was there's nothing that they showed here that made me immediately want to go buy a ticket. Oh, that was just, I've seen better action in Fast and the Furious movie trailers. Hobbs and what's the movie with the Rock and the old boy coming? Hobbs that, and Sh- the action in that looked crazier than this. I was like, eh, okay, same old shit. Uh, the takeaway, and you see Arnold for a second, but my question after watching this is, where the hell is John Connor? And how is and how was Arnold alive? I thought he was in a liquid bath and he put his thumbs up and got melted. Unless that's not the same character. But I'm still. Where's John? Like I just. Isn't it the girl playing John now? It, it can't be because if it's unless I mean if this takes place right after Terminator Two, how did he become a girl? Well, you know, he didn't surgery. die. And how, how did he become a, a Mexican girl, a Hispanic girl? So you don't use you trans rate trans op race change, huh? Yeah, man. So I didn't I, I didn't understand what was going on with that. I'm sure to be explained, but I thought it was going to be something way better than this. I, I, maybe the next trailer will get me hyped up, but I was really disappointed by this man because I liked Terminator, the story of it. Uh, but this I don't know, man. This just wasn't. This looks dated to me. Uh, Aunt Pooh, what do you think? Yeah, I have to agree. I'm kind of underwhelmed by this as well. Um, when I saw the initial pictures a couple of months ago, I thought the uh, blonde woman was John Connor. And I was like, they really going with an emo, more feminine John Connor. And <laughs> then when I saw the trade, I was like, those look like breasts. And I found out that that's apparently some new hybrid human machine Terminator, as well as the the, the Latina woman is a, another hybrid, experimental hybrid uh, human re- cyborg type thing. I don't get, I mean, I guess this, they didn't give us enough information that we can go into the film uh, with our expectations subverted and hopefully low. But based on this trailer, I'm I'm not hyped for it. Uh, I'm glad to see Sarah Connor back because I thought Linda Ham- Hamilton played her well in the first two films and was sorely missing in uh, the third one. But just overall, I feel like they're trying to. They were, since they've messed up this timeline with Salvation, with Genesis, with um, Terminator Three. I think they're just doing too much to distract us to from, okay, how does this narrow narrative work that they're putting this new stuff in there that's really not adding. The Terminator that they got, that guy, he looks like a fucking geek. I'm like, I'm supposed to, I understand it's a uh, it's a robot and a shape-shifting one, but you're not menacing at all. 
we've had Arnold and we had was it was it Robert Patrick? Was his name? Yes. They, yeah. Robert Patrick. They killed it. And then you give us this short, dumpy looking dude. I'm like, nah, I, I'm not feeling that at all. Wait a minute, Hispanic dude? Yeah. I wouldn't say he looks like a gay. That was, that was a Ghost Rider from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, he still looks like a geek. Sorry. He does. So I'm. they have a lot to do to win me over. And I'll probably see it maybe third week. They're not going to get first day dollars just on GP because the story looks like it's trash. It's not going to make any sense. And they're going to do way too much to try to uh, tie together the convoluted timeline. So, yeah, miss me with this. Interesting. I, I was just kind of looking up. There is somebody playing John Connor in this movie. His name is Jude Colley, but he looks to be a child. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, from what I read, th- it's going to be flashbacks. They got someone to play a young Arnold, a young Linda Hamilton, I mean, a young Sarah Connor, and a young John Connor because they're going to have flashbacks to 1991 from T2, which I guess is going to give us some story. A young Arnold? Who are they going to find that? Could play that. They found somebody. <laughs> oh, you know just what? Gonna have his body. This picture. I'm looking at the pictures of him right now. I will put it in the chat. They have pictures together. This. He don't look like Arnold. He's like some buff dude. But that kid does look like a young John Connor. Anyway, Q Strong, what do you think about this? I thought it was garbage. <laughs> I, there's two franchises. If I put my mind to it, I'm sure I could think of others that just need to be stopped. That is. Uh, uh, alien and this it's it's enough uh, and I won't go see this first fr- unless I got absolutely nothing else to do I won't be seeing this on the first Friday uh, Q- Q's reviews will just have to be on a late pass with this one because I'll probably wait till the second week or third week to see it just, and I want to say this is why I don't know why people people have a problem with me saying that I like Salvation, Terminator Salvation. Because, like you said, Mike, this is the same shit. I don't need to see, yet again, a Terminator coming back to the past to kill John Connor, and now there's a Terminator protecting John Connor. Now we got Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I assume I I think is going to be one of you posted something up that might indicate that this is actually the human being who has a part to do with creating the Terminators. But then I thought that was Miles Dyson, who was played by a black man, Joe, what's his name? I can't think of his name. No, what what was said was the look of the the original first Terminator was based off an actual human. Okay. All right. Well, I, I just think this is uh, it needs to it needs to come to an end. It's just tired. All right, uh, Big Sexy, did you see the trailer? Nope. <laughs> nope. I forgot Big Sexy was here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm see it first day. I stop joking around, <clears throat> but uh, they definitely need to come with some. So, what was that? That last Terminator movie was trash. What was that called? Genesis. Genesis. Uh, God, yeah, that one was horrible. That was probably the worst one, I think. That I'm telling you, McGee. That's why I like. That's the only film of his that I liked. Salvation, and 
You know, he got a new movie out on Netflix. I just saw it. Does he really? It's wow. the big one they got in front now. It's some kind of alien invasion wipes out the planet or something. There's some kids. Oh. It's like the verse. For, if you turn, well, for me, when you turn on Netflix, it's the big thing that jumps out. Like just yeah, I just uh, added that to my list because it looked kind of interesting. It does look kind of interesting, though. But anyway, I did. Yeah, try to have me. Arnold gonna get his. Got to get his taste when he's not getting jump kicked in the back. He's gonna be in these Terminator movies until <laughs> the wheels fall off. Apparently, um, I the only way I'll really be hyped on this is if James Cameron himself actually direct the movie. Then I know he going all out because <laughs> he ain't gonna. He ain't wasting his time on this shit. He's like, just put my name on it and give me a check. I'm kind of questioning. Uh, James Cameron at this point. How, I won't even go down that road. I can't, can't, can't go down there with you. But it just—he's just made some questionable decisions. All right. I don't know what I don't know what those decisions are. But all I right. mean, got hit movies. I'm <laughs> saying Terminator, Aliens, Terminator <laughs> Two, Titanic, I said, Avatar. I, I said recently. Recently. What movies recently has he had? When he the first when he co-signed. Mm-hmm. Terminator Genesis. And then I saw that crap. I'm like, really? You co-signed that? Oh, that was a check, man. I'm I saying when he directs a movie, he's just getting his checks. He ain't fucking probably got no hand in these movies. They're using him as they use him as marketing on these movies, in my opinion. They want to put his name up there and I, they can't put it without paying him. He's probably, he's probably like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Give me the money. I ain't directing this shit, but give me the money. Well, I would say to be in total transparency, childhood hero of my Steven Spielberg. I question his decisions lately, too. He's putting his name on some garbage as far as I'm concerned. And that last film he directed, I wasn't impressed by it at all. Which one was what it? What was it? Uh, Ready Player One? Oh, it was cool. Nah. It, was cool. it wasn't trash. I was, I was bored by that movie. It was I. It wasn't the book. The book was stellar. But he's, you know, again, man, he's. He done done so much. I he get he get a pass to me. You know, I may not see everything he does, but he done put in so much work. I'm like, whatever, you do whatever, man. You got classics under your belt. <laughs> you know, it matter. But anyway, um, let's see. Any other topics you want to get into before we wrap it up here? Has anyone seen She's Gotta Have It? I still haven't even seen season one yet. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I do want to watch it though. But. Well, this is this is spoiler uh, from a about one of the characters that's connected to a previous Spike Lee film. Y'all, y'all want to hear about it? Sure. Yeah. So they reveal that Mars Blackman in this uh, series <laughs> is the kid of Tina and Mookie from Do the Right Thing. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah, the, one that, that, uh, the one the mother was speaking Spanish over, and he was going crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So he's like Rookie Jr. or something? Yeah. Now, what made me mad was is that they said that she was like, so what happened to my pops? He just bounced out? He's like, yeah, I haven't seen him. I was like, wow. They gonna do Mookie like that? He's a deadbeat dad? Wow. Hmm. I'm not feeling that. But other than that... I say I'm surprised. Wow. Why you say say that? Mookie was about his paper. He wasn't about shit else. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. How does that have to do with being a? You can be a deadbeat dad. Wait, if you're about your paper, you're a deadbeat dad. I'm saying Mookie. 
that character as portrayed was about Mookie. Well, wait a minute. Okay, we showed him playing a part in his son's life in Do the Right Thing. We saw him playing a part in his son's life when he had to go to his loudmouth baby mama's house. Yeah. He didn't take the boy out with him. He just went there to smash. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn, okay. <laughs> he brought some ice cubes, nigga. He didn't bring no diapers. <laughs> Oh, no. damn! Now I gotta be thinking. No, damn. Okay, shit. I hate being wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just when they did so, I guess season three, which it looks like there probably will be, because this what has been um, reviewed pretty well. It was trending yesterday. Um, I guess Spike is gonna make a cameo, which is kind of strange because they actually had a uh, an episode of pretty much uh, playing a lot of Prince's music and they actually shot it where I think it was Prince's birthday um, I, I celebration. Online, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had Spike Lee walking out there with the guitar. So I'm like, how are you going to be Spike Lee and Mookie? Come on. Yeah, he'd be showing love to Prince. I give, I give Spike that, man. Uh, I, I can't recall. I need to take a look at this, but every um, every episode begins with the opening riff of Raspberry Beret before it uh, Mm-hmm. Segues into that uh, notorious big where Brooklyn at. He loves Brooklyn. <laughs> I give him props. This whole thing was like an ode to Brooklyn and Puerto Rico. I, I don't know where that love for Puerto Rico came from, Spike Lee, but he had that in there. The visuals are amazing. They had there's no long overarching story arc. It's like every episode is like self-contained, but I still think they did a great job and it was dope. You should do an episode where he brings the original people from the original movie to be honest. Yeah, I, that would be kind of cool. I agree. I agree. And they had uh, now, uh, yeah, this would be kind of spoiler. She, because you know she's an artist. She had this very controversial piece. And then when they show it, I looked at it like, what the hell are people flipping out about that? Like, are you serious? Hmm. And I think everybody in here is going to love the opening lesbian sex scene. Okay. <laughs> Depends on who's acting in it. Oh, here you go, oh, Leslie Jones. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I would. I would pay to yeah, watch I'm, that. I'm sure you would. You would pay oh, to watch. Oh, <laughs> Leslie Jones and Halle Berry. I'm there. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Brings new meaning to get the strap. Wow. All right. Oh, uh, another thing. We, 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 we talked about this before we even started. Uh, is it Tim Robbins? Tony. Tony Robbins. Why did I say Tim Robbins? Tony Robbins. They got a video out on him that just dropped. Looked like it's from the 80s. And uh, does anybody have that kind of queued up? I, <laughs> I kind of want to play that now. Let me see if I can get it. I've seen you right now. When you're ready to explode, then what you've done is given that person absolute control of you. You have no control in your life. You are still a slave. <laughs> I said, you are. Well, you're being enslaved by you and nothing else. And I said, I'd like to have you be free because I'm free and I'm white. So why don't you pretend that we're going to get you free right now? I suggest here's the way to do it. Everyone, stand up. And I'm like, I said, stand up. Come on, try something with me. Trust me just for a moment. Pretend I'm black. <laughs> I get to stand up, right? Now I'll stand up. I said, now you guys just do what I do just for a minute. If you really want to be free, if you want to have some fun, 
So let's try this. I stood up and I said, okay, follow me. Do what I say, say what I say, move the way I move. I'm a nigger, you're a Stole the Dr. Pepper song, too, man. Wow. Fuck this dude for that. <laughs> well, he was just trying to explain. He wasn't, you know. Now, you see, I understand the concept, what he's trying to say, that mm -hmm. you don't, you can't let people steal your power by name-calling. It's just name-calling. But, dude, you got to find a better way to come up. You got to find a better way to teach that. You really do. Because... When you say you, you're trying to say that we should accept being called nigger and not be upset about that, you can't tell us not to be upset about that. I get upset when, when black people use that word with me. I want to know if there are any black people in that audience. And not that it absolves anything. Well, that uh, he apparently, said. it's supposed to have been an audience of black people. Oh, get that. That's what they were trying to say. Nah. Wow. But even still, you need you cannot be comfortable even if you are this great motivational speak speaker you cannot be comfortable throwing that out there and making the slavery reference as well he could have just said call you an asshole or a bitch or any other uh vulgar um not slur but insult but why he had to go there i mean i guess he was trying to go over the top but nah we we don't need that we we can do that amongst ourselves we don't need you teaching us how to not let the n-word get to us do, do you think that he did it said it seemed like to me he said it so like freely like he had said that before like sometimes people kind of be taken aback oh i don't believe i just said something like that like he just i could tell that's probably he, he always he said stuff like that in the past he just so free to come nigga i'm a nigga yeah, yeah. Why does he feel the need to normalize the word? I can see if you use it, I could, I could hardly, hardly see it if he said, if someone calls you this word and you just says the N word, don't let it take away your power. You're still a proud person, whatever like that, and then move on. But wh why does he want people, black people, to revel in? I'm a nigger, you're a nigger. See, there's no, this is nothing in the wrong. Eighties too, so he couldn't use the whole. Well, they say it. I was just. This is well before all the gangster rap and all the preparation in the media and the music. This was still very taboo. I mean, this is this is trend with black people and white people to normalize this word. What you mean? I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, understand. I, I, I want to. I can't wait to hear his uh, his excuse. What was his? I want to hear that. That explaining, it was taken out of context. Right, <laughs> taken out of context from a long time ago. Right. You know, I'm not that guy. I would never take that word in vain. Blah 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 blah. You got to see the full video. You got to see oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, he'll dance around it definitely. Do you know, my, some of my best friends are black. You know, mm. Chris Rock, Kanye. Uh, get Chris. Chris ain't got a problem, right, Chris? Stop. He was just in that video with Seinfeld and the fellas. Ben Carson, <laughs> that's his boy too. Wow. Diamond and Silk. Davis uh. Owen. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Damn, they got him, bro. Have y'all seen some of the comments, though? I haven't seen it yet. I just saw the video today. but I know they're getting at him. 
Somebody oh, was something. holding on to this video too. That's that's the thing. But it's just now coming. This is the night from from nineteen eighties. Somebody was sitting on this one. I his conspiracy uh, theories right here. I think he was probably paying someone for this, and he might have said the wrong thing to him and said, "I ain't paying no more." They're like, "All right, I got you." Drop that video. And keep in mind, he's got some sexual misconduct charges recently too. Wow. In the last couple of years, he said a lot of foul, a lot of stuff against women too, or not a, not what, what he perceived to be as against women, but trying to empower women. Mm-hmm. But he's he's gotten in trouble a few times this last couple of years. But some of the people here are like, I he's correct in what he's saying. Well, this one comment, uh, I can't find it right now, but it's something like, uh, if this gets us outraged, we're in bad shape. Some some would argue is no different than a Bill Maher, but I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, some could argue that I, I would argue a difference, <laughs> but sure. I would also, that's different. I would, I would also argue that the word shouldn't be used at all. Right, but again, like I said, we all have our limits, or some things are different. But we'll see. I, I want to see what happens. Oh, look at this right here. I said Alvin, Alvin Ania, and he's black. He says, black people have low self-esteem. Y'all aren't as strong mentally, emotionally as y'all think. Now, he's black. Talking about y'all aren't as strong mentally, emotionally as y'all think y'all are. Words shouldn't affect us so damn much. Gotcha. Now, let's be clear. Uh, when the video drops, if it is, and he was, uh, you're a kite, I'm a kite, I'm a... It'd be over. It ain't going to be no, oh, he's just saying. He'll get the Jason Mitchell treatment. He, right off the top, he's done. <laughs> Won't even be no conversation about it. Next. Can I say one thing about the Bill Maher thing in juxtaposition with this? Oh, if, you, if you must. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to trigger you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, you, know, you triggered a conversation. Uh, <laughs> there, there's, not a, there's never an issue with conversation, is there? Why are you telling your voice? <laughs> Go ahead, Q. We're listening. To me, the difference is, as I've said on Discord chat many times, well, first off, I don't like the use of the word, and I slip up with it too. Mm-hmm. I slip up with it too. But I look at Tony Robbins and Bill Maher. I know Bill Maher's history, okay? I don't know Tony Robbins' history, but what I do know about Tony Robbins is he's gotten in trouble for saying foul shit. All right, we're done. <laughs> what is that? Oh, no, we're done. <laughs> I forgot who I it was. It took a second with. for me to realize what that was. Man, go ahead. You take it. Nah, nah, <laughs> You're not nah, in your I'm feelings that heavy. Go ahead and and, and cape for him now. Go nah, on. If, if nobody's if nobody's willing to have honest discussion, <laughs> we're having honest discussion, but we can have fun, can't we? Why so I don't serious? I know what the music was. Why so serious? It was a Superman theme, I believe. Oh, okay. Go I on. thought it was. Yeah, okay. go ahead, Q. If I if if Tony Robbins ever came out in support of Black Lives Matter. If he ever donated money to a black man's political campaign, if he ever had shows where, or stage shows or live events where he had black panelists come on, I still would have a problem with this. But I'd be like, Tony, what's up, man? Come on. What's, are you having a blackout moment? Are you having a <laughs> black someone out. flick a switch or something? <laughs> that, that's the difference. I know Bill Maher's history. I don't know this guy's history in terms of black people. Got it. Got it. All right. Get that off your chest. 
You ain't shit sometimes. <laughs> I know. I know how. I know how we are oldest are you, brothers of our age. We sometimes we we latch on. And we gotta save them. We 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 can't. Wow. Let it, we can't wow. let it go. We got it. I'm wow. a, I, this yeah, ain't right. He good folks. Now let me tell you about. Uh, you know his right. character. Now nah, I ain't gonna allow you to bad mouth. I won't bring. I won't bring up Howard Stern again. But okay, I, I have no. I don't know why you keep bringing. I don't cape for Howard Stern. I said I listened to him ten years ago. That's it. Okay. I don't give him no passes. I don't. When you bring up Howard Stern, I don't be like, well, let me tell you about Howard now. You. Give a fuck. I knows his heart. <laughs> I know. I, I, I seem to remember uh, we talked about Howard Stern. Oh, get the coon music ready for me because I'm a Howard Stern. So, so are you assuming that you want me to get the coon music for you then? I'm just saying what you said. Right. I said I, I'm not capable for him. Okay. okay. Sounds like to me you just can't get the coon music ready. You are. I'm admitting that he's a racist then, right? So I'm saying, would, would you be willing to do the same thing? No. Okay. Well, then I, I wouldn't why said, you, then why I, you brought. I wouldn't said what you said. <laughs> well, I don't know why you brought that. <laughs> Again, like I said, we heard you. I respect it. I know how it is. I get it. It's all good, man. But uh, anyway, we're gonna get off of caping for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Keith. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me have a show. I thought you do. Well, I'm in a talk show like this, like oh, your why show. Why not, man? You should. Much of the opinions you got. <laughs> Still local. Low-key. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Everything is not a shot, man. I'm just saying. All right, man. All right, all right. It's all good. Oh, man. There is. All right. Any other. Uh... I, I do want to bring up something. You can shut me down if you want, but. Go ahead. I. I, I'm gonna have to turn to Ampu. <clears throat> what was that quote? What's the Jay Z quote? Last time we talked about L Wag. What was the quote from the song? Uh, light nigga. What was it? Oh yeah, dark nigga, light nigga, field nigga, house nigga, still nigga. I gotta swallow. Pause. Some pride. Oh. <laughs> and say, well, you might be invoking them words again because. More LWAG news. Oh, Lord. I might have to change the name of my business to please some white folks. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, because the gun range that I've been going to for three years now have traded, bought, sold literally thousands of dollars worth of guns. And now... I find out that the owner has a problem with me out of the blue, right? Because one of his boys who owns a gun shop wants to hire me as their head gun instructor and train people at the range that this guy uh, owns. And he has a problem. He calls up the guy who wants to hire me, cussing him out, saying, why are you hiring that guy? I'm like, what the fuck? So, I might have to change the name of Elwag if I want this job. Why does he have a problem with you? you uh-huh. Explain that. I'm not. I'm not saying why the where the name comes in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because the guy who has the problem mentioned, isn't that the Elwag guy with the YouTube channel? So I can only presume that he has a problem with my name being liberal with a gun. Uh, can, I, can I ask you a question? 
Well, of course you can. How, how do you presume it's that and he just don't have a problem with you in general? Well, I'm only saying that. he. Well, have I you met him before? He should not have a problem with me because, as I said, I've spent hella money in his shop. I've spoken. Now he, Was this the guy you had a, some kind of altercation or argument with him? Or well, let, me, let me get it out. I'll, I'll tell you. Well, you don't have to tell him the story, but go ahead. I've met him a number of times. He is a, even the people that work there call him a psychopath. Okay. But I told him that uh, I am a firearms instructor. I would like to bring students to his range. And I wanted to leave my cards behind like other people left their cars behind. And I told him those other people that left their cars behind, they don't mind me leaving my card behind either because, you know, they want it to be open to everybody. So do you mind if I leave a card in your shop? He basically told me, no, don't leave any cards in my shop. Go get your own clients. You can bring them here, train them, build yourself up, and then we'll talk. I'm like, okay, fine. I don't know why I can't leave the cards. I mean, I know why, but. Pull yourself I, up by your own bootstraps. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And since that, that was probably two years ago, mm-hmm. everyone that works there knows me, at least to my face. They have nothing but good things to say. We talk, we we chop it up, talk about guns, we talk about this, that. And all of a sudden, when uh, this other guy who owns a gun shop that wants to hire me as a as the senior uh, firearms instructor brings me up to the range, says, this is my guy, I'm hiring him, and I just want to show him how to do this one concealed carry class. I shot the hell out of the class. The guy the guy was like, man, okay, I'm, I'm going to put you as my top guy. Let's go tell Tommy. That's the guy who owns the shop. Well, Tommy wasn't there, but he found out. He called the guy that wants to hire me and cursed him out. And we're still trying to figure out what the hell is his problem. And okay. and again, and I'm going to turn it over. But off of what you just said, you surmise, though, it's the name liberal. It sounds like it's some way other than that. I'm only, of course, I, of course, one can automatically assume it's race. But I'm just telling you what he said to this other guy uh, on the phone. And he specifically mentioned, why are you bringing the LWAG guy into my range as a instructor? Does he know your actual name? Yeah. My, my, my given name, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. He knows me as a person. And, he he has, has, and he's told he you to my, your face that you're not going to bring that stuff around here. <clears throat> he hasn't said that to me, no. No, I'm saying in terms of the business thing. He said, you, you, bring, you, you build your business up outside. I don't want you posting none of that shit in here. So no, no. He, let oh, me I'm be sorry. clear, Mike. Let me be clear. Sure. He only thing he prevented me from doing was leaving my cars there. He said I could bring students to train. Right. That's what I was saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of confused. So he's saying... You can go get him customers to bring to his store to, to shoot, but you can't leave your car so you can generate customers. Pretty much. And you still went back to it? I go there to train because it's the only range uh, near me. All right. I, well, I'm, I'm just saying, but you still go back there and spend money with him, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this with as much respect as I can. You a new fool. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, ain't no way in the world. I'm, I'm just being from we. I look at it, 
this dude is spinning in your face as far as I'm concerned. How he gonna say, yeah, you can bring me customers, but I ain't gonna help you get I ain't gonna help you get any start? Nah. I don't know if that's racist. Probably is. It's, I damn sure don't think it's Elwag. But yeah, that, that dude is foul. And for me, for me, if it was me, I'm like, no, I'm not fucking with this dude. If the Q that be up in these chats, <laughs> you should be like, fuck this dude. I'm going to yeah. start my own shit and put that nigga out of business. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> l- let me just. And let me... Again, I'm not trying to come at you <laughs> sideways or out of pocket, but just the way this dude is talking. Oh, hell no. Okay. Hell no. Kind of reminds well, me of the, uh, when you see those videos of the Asian hair places and they be treating the sisters all disrespectful, but they still be lined up. And then you got the brother standing outside. Y'all don't have to shop there. You don't tell me when to get my hair done, damn it. It's like, damn, what else do they got to tell you? He cuss, he's cussing out somebody over the phone about you. <laughs> he don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and on, then the, the, the other thing I would do, too, is unless, this is just me and my opinion, unless you got a million-dollar contract on the line and they say, you know, we want to we want to work with you, Michael Jones, Q stores, if you will, but we need you to change your name. Don't fucking change your name for this dude. That's just my, hell, no. If, 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 in my opinion, if he wanted to fuck with you, you could be that dumb, well, maybe not that dumb nigga, but you could be... <laughs> You could be black and brown, gonna shoot him up. He would, he, in my opinion, he would mess with you. Elwag, in my opinion, ain't enough to make him say, nah, I can't, can't work with that. That's my opinion. But man to man, you could fuck that dude. And, and you got, you clearly got the education. You clearly got the business acumen. You clearly got the passion for it. If I was you, I'd be like, I'm building all my shit and I'm going to shut that motherfucker down as best as no, I can. When you say, okay, now, I, of course, I have a response. But <laughs> of course. Before, I respond, before I respond, when you say I should build up my own, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about like you say, what is it? This is a gun store? The gun range. A gun range? I mean, it's a gun store that has a, that has a range attached to it. My opinion I feel like he's disrespecting you. And I'm not saying that to shit on you at all. I'm just based on what you're telling me, I feel like that dude is disrespecting you. Okay. And I, and I say that because he said, yeah, you can bring your, your your people here to come shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you're like, okay, can I leave my card? And he's telling you no. I'm like, that right? Fuck the Whole Foods people. That dude is showing you some disrespect. Okay. How you can bring him customers, but he's not trying to... Show some reciprocity and be like, yo, um, yeah, yeah, use your card. It, it's just a card. So that okay. that to me is like he's like crapping on your whole thing. So I, uh, he, I would be like, yeah, I'm a, like, okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to try. I'm going to build up my, uh, my uh, pistol weapon class. Please forgive me for butchering that. I'm not sure what the term is. And I'm going to take it further. I'm going to try to get a gun range started so I can shut him down. All right. So. That's okay. So the last part you said is what I I thought you were going with this. <clears throat> now, to get a gun range started costs millions of dollars, and I'm not bullshitting. Cost, well, not millions. Let's say upwards of six hundred thousands of dollars. Okay. Pretty far cry from millions. Yeah. <laughs> six hundred thousand is a far cry from millions. Yeah. Yeah. Millions. Okay. Yes. All right. Is. Well, I'm, I don't really want to dwell on, to me, 
you could say a hundred thousand dollars. And tell us why you can't do a Q. Let's, let's get to the. Um, I think I just did. It's too expensive. That's the one thing. That's, you. that's the one. But my but my opinion is. My opinion is your pistol. Your, I'm, I'm sorry. What is it? Your pistol training. Def- just I want firearms instruction. Firearm instruction. That's going to make you money. But I'm right. sure the range would make you more money. So I just think yeah, you're saying it's going to. There's this overhead to get started. But I think in the long run, if it's successful, there's lots of money to be made out of it. Plus the satisfaction of shutting that motherfucker down. Let me just say this. Let me just say, <laughs> ranges are just lost leaders. Range oh, ranges okay. are lost leaders. It costs more to maintain the the way you get your money is on sales, getting your FFL license. That's where you make your money, and you put a range on your gun store <clears throat> so that people constantly come back before and you you set up your range where they got to walk through your store, look at your new shit, and be like, oh, let me try that out. Let me rent that. Oh, I and then they go to your range, they shoot the gun. And they come back. I gotta buy one of those. Do you sell that? And then you sell them a gun for. Okay, I, I feel that. So, so what is the, I, I just, So I what's just, the outcome? Well, Do you just bend over and take it then, or what? What's the problem? I, well, I, I haven't really finished telling you. <laughs> his his gun range is no different from any other gun range that I've been to within a fifty mile radius of Philadelphia. Okay, they have their boys who kind of state that as their territory. And I don't know if they let those guys leave their cars there because they're going to get a cut of their business. But that's just the game. I mean, this it's the game that's played. All right? Now, it, I'm like, I don't see why I can't leave my car there, but I get the game. I'm, I I don't hate the player. I hate the game. Wait, I'm, right? I'm sorry. Real quick. Do what you do take money out of his pocket in any way? No, you should. There ain't no game there. Other than I, goofy. Let me step. Let me step I'm not trying to come at you, Q. I'm just, you know, the way the stuff that. No, I'm not. Just the way that you're you're telling me these things, like you said that the game. I'm like, nah. I don't. Based on what you told me, that ain't the game. That sounds like that. I'm saying. I think the the people that leave their cars behind, they're taking a cut. Do you know so, this or is this what you think? It's what I think. Okay, so we don't know. So, so I, mean, like, I mean, I, I, I would I, ask the dude and then give him a cut. Well, and see, and see what he says. Yeah, it's not. That's it's not the I'm game like, if you don't know how the game is played. That that, 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 that don't make any sense. Well, I, I'm telling you, I think I do know how the game is played. But you just said you think. I'm saying, but you don't know what it is. So I would well, ask them then, because the game would be that. Okay, do we need to break bread or is there some sort of deal? But again, it's all hypothetical. You don't know. There's neither do neither do we. So it's not the game. It's just what you let think me, is going on. Let me get it out, and then you can judge. Okay. I'm just going off of what you said. But you have not let me finish what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there are there are I I'm not going to go into every little minutia of why I think I am because that would take too much time. But I have a good reason to believe <laughs> that there are cuts given to some of these from some of these people sure. to the ranges. That I'm not going to go into the minutiae. No, right, that's why I said we only know. That's why I asked you a specific question. I didn't ask you for the minutiae. I understand that you're telling us what you believe. I, I get that, but again, based on facts, though, Mike. 
that I'm not just going well, into. Facts that you don't know for certain, but you believe them. You say, you know, um, fact if it's why, true. Why, why, are you, why are you arguing with me about this? Why are we going back Actually, and forth on this? Q, I think you're kind of arguing with us. No, I'm telling you what I think based on facts that I have been dealing with for the last three years. Right, but I'm saying he's telling you some good stuff here and is telling you, you have a rebuttal for everything he says and and that's so why I'm just kind of asking you to get to the end. So do you just take it then and take the disrespect that the guy's giving you and you just, that's the game? Or, or if that is the case, then I guess that's the case. So what, what, well, what are, I'm what saying are you is doing? if every other range does what he's doing, that's what am I supposed to do? Well, I, the question I, I would ask is, do you know every other range is doing that? Is and then my other thing would be talk to the guy and find out if that's the game. Because if it ain't the game, you should be pissed. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, I am not willing to give him a cut. It's not worth it for me to just to be able to leave a card behind, give him a cut of my profit. No, I'll like he said, I'll go get the students myself. If that's how you're gonna be, fuck leaving a card at your store. I'll but go get the students sure. and I'll make all the money. And to go back to your sort of original thing you said about about changing your name. You can only, I guess, believe that that is the issue where it may be that he just doesn't fuck with you. So you don't know well, that either. We'll find out. We will find that out. I've told the right. guy who wants to hire me. I said, listen, I went to the store today. This happened this morning. I went to the store today, talked to the assistant manager. He's cool with me. Everybody in that store is cool with me. So if you want to hire me, I suggest you, me, and this dude sit down and hash this shit out. And he's like, okay, we'll make that happen. But my point is, I think it is racism. I think it's racism. I think it's disrespect. But I don't. It's not about me leaving a card behind. I was just mentioning that as a byproduct because that happens all over. But I don't give a fuck about that. But he mentioned LWAG, liberal with a gun, because I whenever I go up there, I have my car magnet stickers all over my car saying LWAG, liberal with a gun, and that's the only way he could possibly have known about me. So if worse comes to worse, if it means I can keep my business going, I don't have to drive 30 miles to the next gun range. If I take the car magnets, car magnets off of the car when I come up there, so be it. But I'm not changing my name. Of course, I'm not doing that. But then why did you say you would have to? That's what you left. I was just saying, I was just I said it looks like I might I would have to change my name if I want to continue doing business there. And I'm not I'm not trying to again, I'm not trying to come at you, but you mentioned that, you know, given the cards that you've got pushed back from other locations. But to me, I think that's different. Yes, that's different from Whole Foods and the the wash, I think not the wash house, the laundromat, because those businesses are not tied to what you're doing. This is a gun business. So, you know, uh, Whole Foods and a laundromat not wanting to have something dealing with guns. I get that. But, you know, this dude at this gun shop? Nah, I don't. And I ain't try to... I ain't try you, to talking about, you talking about the cards again? The business cards? Yeah, the cards. Because you said the cards don't make... The, the, uh, the cards aren't a big issue because you got... I believe you said you're getting pushback from other businesses. But my thing was, is like, I'm, I fit... You can correct me. I think that most of the other businesses aren't gun shops and ranges. They, you mentioned Whole Foods and you mentioned a laundromat, I believe. I think you mentioned a barbershop too, which you know their business isn't tied to guns. So no, no, that, no. The only only place I got only place I got kickback or pushback was from Whole Foods. I put my 
my flyers up in uh, laund- laundrom- laundromats and barbershops. Did okay. you tell a whole story about some? Yeah, like some black-owned business. Take a plate down or something. Take so what now? You mentioned some black-owned business where the guy was was kind of reluctant to to put your your advertisement up. Yeah, I, I have run into that, but I have put my. <laughs> I, Man, I'm done. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. No, I don't either. Really. <laughs> Wait, you make it sound like because I have not been able to put my flyers up in every barber shop. Oh no, no! I go into the minutiae, right? Q, Q, you you were trying to say that you I, I correct me if I'm wrong if I interpret this wrong. You were trying to say that this guy at the shop was giving you pushback about leaving your card, and you said, "Well, you got to push back elsewhere." And I was saying, well, I'm, I'm, no, other other ranges. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, all the uh, the there are there are three man. Okay, I'm going to go into the minutia. There are three ranges within driving distance from me. The one I'm dealing with now is literally five minutes. The other one is probably twenty five minutes. That's the next closest one. Those three, those other three, they all have their guys that they like to promote. And honestly, I kind of understand it because they know these guys. They know that if they get a guy up in there talking about he's a firearms instructor, teaching students, and the students come out whack and some shit happens, and a student accidentally shoots another guy in the range, they, they're they shut down. Okay? So, no, I'm talking about the other three ranges. They put the people in there that they know and trust, and it's, it's, I'm not going to be able to crack that nut. I accept that. That's the game. Same with this guy. I would think he wouldn't care about me leaving my cars because I've done so much business. But if he's not going to, fine. I'm not giving you 10%, 20% of the money I make off a student anyway. I can go get the students myself like you said. It would be a help, but I can go get them. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't even the main crux of, <laughs> of the issue. All right. It's, it's well, I'm, I, just saying, I'm sorry. Just based on what you told me, I feel like that dude is disrespecting you, and I feel like you should say "f him" and do do something on your own. And well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'll tell you what, I have been dealing with this other. I think I mentioned this. I'm not trying to make this all about me. I, I didn't think it was going to go on this long. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Just say the shit, man. Don't do that. <laughs> what? I feel like I'm trying to oh, answer. I'm sorry, lady. Okay. Fuck it. Let's. Fuck it. Let's, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're, we're okay, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm clear here. Let me give you a, an analogy here. One of my friends owns his own comic shop, okay? Uh, One of the bigger cool. shops in, in, the, in the area, that's fine. A couple times people come in, or periodically people come in, hey, can I leave these cards at the counter? You know, depending on what it is, he's like, yeah, whatever. There's one guy came in... <clears throat> was trying to have his own quote-unquote one-day Comic-Con. He's like, I leave these cards here on this poster. Right. And, you know, the owner's like, yeah, can we get some tickets for the for the shop? No. No. So you want to leave your shit here and advertise your event, and I can't get in? Well, yeah, get out. <laughs> if you're going to be advertising in someone's business, no matter what it is, you got to break bread and have some type of reciprocity, man. Well, there, I believe you are correct. 
And but I'm not since I'm not willing to do that. Then then take it somewhere else. That's what I'm, and that's exactly what I'm. I'm not leaving my cars there. Okay. <laughs> exactly I'm sorry. Right. Last question. Last question. Last question. Why are you it not willing? Really, this wasn't about the cards, though. But go ahead. But why are you unwilling to break bread? Like if it's five or ten percent, why are you unwilling to break bread like that? Because the most I can charge is uh, one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Now, $150, that is a six-hour class in the classroom. And then it's uh, one to two hours on the range. That's $150, okay? That's the market price. Now, I have to take expenses out of that. My time, I have to order the materials from the NRA. (laughs) Uh, We'll be broke soon, so you won't have to worry about that. (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, and then um, I, I, other tertiary expenses. So at the, I'm, so if I have to spend money to make a, off of one hundred fifty dollars, I don't want to have to give him anything. Okay, I, but and I could be totally wrong. I would think fifteen dollars to get you know a good amount of students at least over yeah. as you start up might be worth it. Um. Uh, I guess I don't, and I, I can't really explain to you. I, if you're ever out this way, I will take you around so that you can see the culture, and maybe it'd be easier for you to understand. But yeah, no, I'm fifteen dollars. I'm not. I'm not giving him. It. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Right. I mean, you know better than us, but I, I'm. I'm just saying, you know, maybe just the, the startup. It might be worth it in the beginning, and then maybe you can say, you know, kick rocks after that. I think it's because of my. I it could be race, but I think it's because of the name of the business. I really do, because I spoke to one of the guys at the counter this morning. I said, you know, the only thing I could think it might be a problem, and because I'm not going to tell him, well, y'all don't like niggas up here, but I don't think it might be a problem because I call myself liberal with a gun, and a guy like, yeah, that could have set him off, <laughs> you know. But and at the end of the day, that if that is the case, that's stupid as f because your 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 money ain't conservative or liberal. Okay, see, Aunt. I, listen, I know you and I go at it all the time. We got some beef, but that is the most that that what you just said is the mo- don't take this the wrong way. The wisest thing that you have said about me wow. in a long time. It's so you well put ab- together and articulate. But- <laughs> you, are, you are absolutely correct about that. It is idealistic. It is rose colored glasses. And it is 100% correct. It shouldn't be a goddamn problem because I walk up in there and every every TV's got Fox News on it. They got they got a sign on the door with Obama with uh, a, a Robin Hood mask on it. And it says Robin Hood underneath that. I got to look at that shit every time I go in there. So for him to have a problem with me calling myself liberal with a gun is some bullshit. Or something wrong with you. What would be wrong with me? Well, again, flip it the other way. If well, there's another, that. another nationality and it was some things that would seem as slights to them, you think they'd run in there and spend money on them? I don't know. Let's say you own a, own a range here. I think I know where Mike is going. Let's say you own a, a shop. Okay, You own a uh-huh. shop and a range. Uh-huh. And you got all over your thing, you know, 
Trump targets and shit like that. And, you in know, my shop? In your my, shop. Okay. Which, which right. is your right to do. Right. Okay. Right. You, know, you got Trump targets. You got uh, Breitbart this. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Somebody comes in on, and they got magnets on the side of their car. You know, conservatives pack heat too or something like that. And wants to put cards up in your thing. You're like, no. Or it'd would, be just as if would, you were a Muslim would, or you was a member. You had Farrakhan all up on the wall. Final calls all up on the wall. Nothing. This is illegal. You think dominant society is going to walk up in there and spend money with you? I didn't think so. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, they wouldn't I'm, be trying to do no business. You think I could put my cards in here and well, uh, I, let do me, business you, with you? They'd be like, answer, they'd let me be answer like, your question. They'd you be like, hell no, nah, we ain't coming in there. That place is dead to us. We ain't going to fight with them. We're not going to beg them and come in there. He's going to disrespect us to our face. Tell us we can't do. They they they're not Mike. setting a foot in that place. Mike, Mike, Mike. Let me just disavow you of some of your notions. Go right ahead. And sir. all the all the gun ranges I've been to, mm-hmm. black people come in there. I know they all, do. Let me finish, Mike. They come in there all the time. I bet they do. Now now I don't presume that they are all of the same thought, same. Uh, blackness that I am, or same uh, that they're not that I'm saying I'm I'm that black dude militant, whatever. Or but I consider myself to be proud to be black, and I uh, am comfortable in my blackness, and I will let people know that for the most part. I don't presume that they're all like that, and that they are democratic or liberal, whatever. But I would assume that any black person walking into a gun shop always has that third eye open. Okay, that's I presume. All right, that's my experience. Okay, so the fact is, we still go into these gun shops despite the Fox News on the wall, the Obama saying, uh, uh, Robin Hood on the wall, the Hillary Clinton jail, jail, lock her up 2016 on the wall. Okay, we all still go to these ranges. I know you do. So that's not a question. Go ahead. So I don't know. I don't. You spend money with them. That's my, that's my point. You give them money. I'm just saying if it's the other way around. They don't only have their third eye open, but they keep their wallet closed. They ain't so giving you no money. They're not, they just, they're not going to financially help you. They know what, exactly what you're doing, but they'll be damned if they support it. They cool on that. And, so they, and they, gonna, they don't need to be convinced not to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna, they're not going to have a rebuttal for everything. They, they, now, we ain't spending no money. It's cool. We ain't spending so our money here. We, we will do everything you just said. We will all understand that, but we're going to continue to give them breaking bread. And they know so you're going to do that. <laughs> I'll wait till you finish. Okay. I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. So you're saying I should not go to the one, two, the three gun ranges in my area? If they're treating you like that, dude, no. Where, okay. Well, where would I go to shoot my gun? I guess you got to find some outside your area. You think you guess that, do you? Well, then where would you go? You said it's too, I, it's too expensive for you to make one, so where would you go? I, I I, that's why I said earlier. Either you just bend over and take it, or you go somewhere else. So you tell me. I've told you already. I'm going to the, I go to the gun range that we have an issue with, and we're going to go sit down and talk about the issue. I, I, and I know. I said that's what we do. I just said, I, again, you're not, I don't think you disagree with me. I'm just saying the other side, they ain't talking with you. They're cool. 
they somehow find another but they'll be damned if they're they not gonna talk what talk for what we're cool we ain't got no feelings about it you're dead to us we definitely ain't gonna spend no money here and we ain't got to convince you to let us spend money he wasn't a shit well, who's, the, who's, who, who, who's the day you're talking about i just said the dominant society you do you ever see them try to uh do you ever see that's a white people do you ever see the white people try to convince black folks to, that they should spend the money with you at a business because they felt uncomfortable some some shit. Should we? They don't give yeah. a fuck, man. They'd be like, "We're Why good. People? We what? don't do that. Only only we the ones that go into a store where they outright beating your ass in the store, disrespecting you, following you. We still spending money in there. We trying to convince them that we're human. They don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't try to do. They don't do that the other way around. That was my original point. That's why I said if you had a gun business and you had Farrakhan up on the wall and this and that and the third, you think they gonna come in there and try to convince you to spend money with you? Well, wait a minute. With that, and that, if I had that, yeah, if I had that, I don't care because I got black customers coming in. Which is exactly what that dude at that gun shop said. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's why you got Trump and them all up on the wall. They don't care. They just know which you I gonna spend. They know you as a black person gonna come here and spend your money regardless. And that's why they leave but, it up there. Why, but, and that's but, why he told you he didn't want your shit up there. It sounds like you're saying that that is a detriment. That is a flaw on my part. That's a flaw on black people. Why it's, is a, it a flaw it's a hard spiel to, to take some, for some people, but that's just the truth. That's no, no, what no. we do. Why, why is why is that? Why? Because we've been saying? conditioned. That's why. Conditioned to do what? Now you're not acting brand new, like you don't know none of that stuff, are you? Because so, so that's wait, a whole you, other program so, we can so, get into. So you're saying? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna understand this now. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, we're gonna chop this up now. <laughs> oh, he's getting serious. Oh, you're saying? <laughs> you're saying? Yes. That black people. Yes. Right. Because of our situations, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. We don't have the businesses, like in comparison with the majority culture, the dominant culture, as you said. As I said, we don't, we don't have the six hundred thousand dollars or the million dollars. Now I'm talking about people in guns, okay? Because you're not going to see Oprah Winfrey or the the multi-rich people who could invest in properties. Right. They're not probably going to be into guns. So we're talking about middle class to working class people. That's typically your, your that's your typical gun owner. I'm, I'm taking saying, your word for it. I have no idea. Please, please do. Okay. All right. So okay. you're you're saying that because they can't afford to invest in a gun range. Not saying they're not trying to. Right. Not saying they're not trying to, because they can't afford to just get a a, a permit, uh, and get a loan. And get someone to actually give a black person the ability to build a gun range. I'm not talking about nobody giving you nothing. First of all, I don't no, know where you're no, going with well, that. Someone has someone has to give you a loan. Someone has to mm -hmm. the, the township has to give you the permits. People have to be mm -hmm. willing to put in the system necessary to keep the lead out of the air, off the ground. Now you, you're age. talking over my head. I don't know where you're going with all this. So I, I'm not agreeing just, with none of what you're just saying. But I'm listening. Like Go ahead. That's the problem. See what's the I'm problem? Damn, when I'm trying to explain it to you, then you say, well, you're going over my head. So I don't understand what you're saying. I'm trying to explain to you the issue with you saying, well, you stop, don't spend money there. Build your own. It's not as simple as that. I didn't say it was simple. I didn't. I don't know why you think it's so simple. So then you're saying that black people don't have the, should not train. I didn't ever say that. No, I didn't say any of that either. You're putting you words in my mouth. What are you saying? I said black people do things. Uh, that other cultures don't 
put up with. Now, I said there were reasons for that. You seem to act like you don't understand that. That's why I said, do you really want to go on that? You, you, you're not brand new. You know the conditioning and things that have happened, why certain things happen. But my whole original point was other cultures are not going to be going through that disrespect and, and give you money. That's just not what they do. I'm what not talking specifically about gun do? culture. So when you went into all the lead and all that, that's why I said I don't really know what you're talking about here. I'm not talking about all of that. I am, but that's part of it. You can't just dismiss that. I'm not dismissing. What I just saying, said I don't know what, what that is. Do? Did you hear what, what I said when I said I was ignorant to something? That's not a dismiss. I'm telling you, I don't know what you're saying. So you can either explain it to me or you can just keep going on and I don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to explain it to you. Okay, well then don't be offended when I tell you I don't understand something. Tell me what it means. Don't just keep going on, right? I'm trying to. And each okay. time you keep cutting me oh, off. I, I didn't say anything, but you, you, you got, seem like you got mad. Like, I'm, I, I don't understand what's going on. Well, I'm saying I, explain it to me, man. You, when you say something about the lead and you're going into all these permits and stuff, you're going over my head. So back up and explain what you're talking about then. Because I don't know anything about the gun stuff. Okay. Let me try this again. Please. What I'm saying is what, all I, what I'm getting from you is that other cultures would not put up with the disrespect going to these gun ranges right that's a simple right. comment yeah right what i and what that implies is that black people should not be allowing themselves to be disrespected by going to these white gun ranges that's the implication if the me. gun ranges are disrespecting you yes right so if i'm telling you mm-hmm. that i know there there are i can no i can say unequivocally there are no black gun ranges in philadelphia Black-owned okay. gun ranges. Okay. There are none. Okay. Okay. So, what you are implying, and I agree with you with this, is that black people should pool their resources and build their own. No, that's gun. not what I'm implying. And and you said it, and you you skipped over it. I said if they're disrespecting you, I never said you need to go to a black-owned business. I said if you're going somewhere and they're disrespecting you, only black people are usually the ones that going to keep going back to that business and try to convince the business owner to give them your money. That's what I said. I don't know why you got away from that. That's why I used the example of hair care. You can, there are not that many black owned hair care places, but of the ones that are Asian owned and the ones that are disrespectful to you, you should go to the ones that are not disrespectful to you. That's my original point. I had nothing to say that we can't build these resources or do these businesses. I'm not talking okay. about that. So hopefully you understand where I'm coming from before you go down that whole other road. Is that clear? Okay, okay, okay. So gun culture is overwhelmingly a conservative culture. Okay, nothing wrong with that. It is over, well, that's why when you go into a gun range Mm -hmm. or a gun shop, you're going to see bastions of conservatism. Okay, black people are not conservative? No, of course there's some black people that are conservative. Okay, conservative. so where are you going with this? I'm saying to you, you talked about dominant society, dominant culture. Okay. Well, dominant black culture would not, are is not conservative. Dominant okay. black culture. Okay, but uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. I, again, is that somehow disrespectful to me? I'm, I'm neither liberal or, not, well, or conservative. So it case. gives no damn to me. I'm going where people treat me nice. So I don't I know if that matters. You, if you, Are you saying conservatives are disrespectful to black? I, I don't know where you're going with this, sir. You didn't, you, you didn't give me... Well, see, again, this is what you do. I start to explain myself. You cut me off. When I'm and confused. 
and I asked you a question. I said, right, where well, are you going with this? You. So, so, so save us this. This is what we do. Why don't you just answer the question and, and explain what you're saying? If you let me talk, maybe your questions will be answered. You won't have to ask them. What I'm Keep saying going. is that <laughs> what I'm saying is when you go into a gun shop, you're going to see images that I would feel that I feel are not necessarily disrespectful, but go counter to my values or my beliefs in terms of me being liberal versus conservative. Okay, I'm going to see pictures of Hillary Clinton behind bars. I'm going to see pictures of Obama as a thief. I'm going to see Fox News on the TV screens. And I'm like, okay, this is your shop. Fine. I'm not going to be like, what was your man and do the right thing? I want to see some black people on the wall. This is your shop. You do what the fuck you want to do with your well, shop. You, there is a black person on the wall. It's Obama. You just said, I'm just, I'm, I'm being petty. Go ahead. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you're so, talking, now are you not, are you, are you talking about some political stuff or are you talking about racist things? Because I was talking about black people, but you seem to be talking about conservatives and liberals all of a sudden. That's what I, that's what the, I, I started this off by saying, I think this guy has a problem with LWAG, liberal with a gun. Okay, but what, what we got into a conversation and you said you wanted to get into this about black people. So I, again, I just want to be clear, which one are you talking about? Well, you were saying you're the one who turned it into race. <laughs> right. And you doubled in and said, well, you want to get into it? So I, we wanted to, okay. So are we still on that or are we going back no to more. the other I, one? I can't do this. I can't, I'm not going to do this no more. Every time I try to say something, you cut me off and start running off. I wasn't cutting you off. I asked you a question. You don't want to answer it. Well, you keep asking me question after question. You won't let me answer any of the questions you ask. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question again and then I'm going to let you answer it. Is that clear? Are you talking about black issue or are you talking about the conservative liberal? You have the floor. I'm saying when you talk about black people are the only culture that go in trying to convince them to let us spend money there, right? First of all, I'm not trying to convince anybody to let me spend money there. You're either going to kick me out or I'm going to stop coming, right? I choose not to stop coming because if you want to put this imagery up on your shop, unless it's a KKK image or a huge conservative flag image, I'm going to keep coming because it's your shop. You put up whatever you want to. So I don't know what the problem is with that. When you why that would in, encourage you to say black people are the only culture that try to convince these people to accept their money. I don't know where that comes from. Well, I think he was speaking to we I, and I can uh, Mark and Mike. I can correct me if I'm wrong. We feel like this guy is disrespecting you, and yet you and you actually have mentioned a couple of times where there's been some kind of issues going into the shop. You can correct me if I'm wrong. And I think he's saying is is that what you're exhibiting is black culture as a whole, we will still keep patronizing and giving our money to shops that show us disrespect. I think that's what he's saying. And okay. it's not a liberal or conservative thing. It's a they're showing you disrespect as a black person. That's why he was mentioning the uh, the hair care stores where these Asian uh, store owners were beating up black women. But yet they have a sale and black people just forgot about, hey, this guy just whipped up a black woman. We got to go spend our money, and get that that new Brazilian uh, front, uh, front hair face. Hair. Hair hat. Yeah, that, that I believe that's what he was speaking of. That's what he was talking about, you know. 
you've meant you've mentioned before that there's been kind of some disrespect towards you going up in there or they've been kind of siding you kind of making you feel unwanted there and you can set the record straight if, if i got that wrong and he was saying that you know we'll put up with that and still shop there even though they're kind of making us feel like we're unwanted well, or we're wanted long enough to get our money okay at no point let, let me back up I said it I said at one point I said I think anytime a black person walks into a white owned gun shop we have our third eye open now that's the extent to I to me feeling like there could be disrespect as a black person quote unquote seeing these images on the wall this guy in particular he has never disrespected me it, to my face that had anything to do with my race. But I was trying to say, I think he might be disrespecting me or having an issue with me because of the name of my company, Liberal With A Gun. So if anything, he might be disrespecting me because of that. And I don't think I've, have I said anything to make people think otherwise? Uh, no. Guess not. <laughs> I think I've been consistent. I don't know. I don't know about all that, but I I hear what you say. I hear what you're trying to say. I get it. That's what I, I get it. I, and I and I don't just, for me it doesn't change what I say, but I get where, where you're coming from with it. I can respect that. So yeah, do what you do, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, you have limited. I guess you have limited resources or where you can go, so you got to make the best of it, right? Now, having said that, real quick. I will tell you this, and it's sad. Uh, last year, I joined, um, there is a black gun club in Philadelphia. When I say gun club, not a brick and mortar gun club, but it's a it's a Facebook, uh, it's, a, it's a division, I think I mentioned this, it's a division of the National African American Gun Association. It's a club called the ah, Sam Elliott, not Sam Elliott, Henry Elliott something, Henry Elliott Brown Gun Club, was he was one of the first black people in the frontier west to uh, do something with firearms. I don't know. I should know my history. I don't. And I joined it. It's, it's mostly, not that this matters, but it, it's mostly black Muslims. And this guy, he owns a firearm. He's up in North Philly, which is about an hour from where I am. Right? I've been to his, I've been to his crib a few times when he's done classes, just to learn from different per different types of people, right? And I, he told me, I said, listen, I want to join your club. What are you all about? And he said, well, we're looking to start a gun range. And they only meet once a month. Every time we meet, we always spend the time doing is talking about what we talked about last time. I asked them, okay, what's the name of your group? Do you have, we don't have a name. Okay. Do you want an indoor or outdoor range? Uh, we don't know. Uh, okay, well, when are we going to meet next? Uh, we meet every month. Well, you know, it's kind of hard to get something really concrete and off the ground once a month. Well, that's all we can do. That's all the time we can uh, give, donate, give to this. And I'm like, see, this is why we don't have it. And I, I send them stuff. Like, hey, here's a property over here. For sale? Ah, uh, that's not. I don't know. If we can work with that. Okay. 
month later. Here's a property over here. Uh, here what, what do you think about this one? I email it to the whole group. Never hear back. Oh, okay. Well, here's a property over here. Here's an old grocery store that's about as big as a Walmart. Can you imagine a gun range? It would be perfect. Uh, well, it's a lease, isn't it? Ah, uh, we don't want a lease. I'm like, okay, fuck, fuck this shit. So this you, is why we don't have. What do you What do you mean? I'm, so what is why you don't? We don't what? I'm saying that they're not serious. They, I mean, they're not. They're not treating it like a business. They only meet once a month. Mm-hmm. We don't. We never accomplish anything. I'm the only one that's been sending them property that they could to consider to buy. And I never hear back from them. And when I call after like, they call after I get a call back, maybe two days later from my message. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, can you send us pictures? Yeah. OK, here. Here you go. You know what uh, I get from what you just said? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I cutting you off? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, from what you said right there, it sounds like you should take that energy that you said you're the only one doing that and do your own thing. Yep. Well, or, I am, or take I, over. In my or, opinion, yeah. take over. Be like, okay, I'm gonna take lead, and I, here's the task. This, 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 this. We gonna get this done. But here's the thing. That's my I, I, mean, I I appreciate that. I don't disagree with you, but I I don't know about real estate. Well, you you get with somebody who does. But again, uh, if you have all that initiative and everybody else ain't doing it, then I guess you have to take that same energy and just do it for yourself. You I, I, can you find like minded gun people, no matter what the race nationality that y'all agree want to click up and get it popping. I mean, I don't understand what else, what else you can do. But you, well, you, you're a smart individual. You're able body. You can get things popping. You sound like you already was taking the initiative. Then why, why wait on everybody else? If they had excuses, they kept telling you excuses. You can't possibly have excuses if it's just on you, right? No, but I'm like, okay, let me get my. I've got two years under my belt. Sure. Let me get, let me get my. Maybe I should just focus on my business, just the, just the teaching aspect. Because I mean, let, I mean, let's be real. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not discrediting that every I can do it myself, but I know what my limitations are. I know sure. what I could bring to the table. So it's about trying to find people. You know how to deal with. Uh, That's uh, why I said you find like-minded people, click up, and you get it popping. But maybe you be the spearhead, just as you said you were the spearhead for that other organization, right? Well, I think I'm doing that. Okay. I think, but it's just take going slower than it should. Well, then you can't have a problem with whatever was going on with that. Then, if 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 you're already doing it, then who cares about why they can't get it together? You're doing it now. That's the focus on that. I know, but it's just it's easy to do it with with uh, multiple heads involved. That's all. It's easy to do it with a team, and then you can relegate, delegate certain responsibilities. Is there something stopping you from assembling the team? Mike, I just said that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm not dealing with them anymore, and I'm oh, I'm putting oh. it. I'm I'm with my business. I'm trying to meet more and more people. Gotcha. That's why I took the job. On you, you counseled me. We talked offline. That's one of the one of the reasons I took. I'm taking the job. I'm going to meet people. Uh, that I'm teaching through this company, and maybe something will pop off there. Okay. All right, man. Sound like you're on your way. <laughs> but I'm gonna say it again. That dude sounds like he's disrespecting you, and you should you should kick rocks on him. 
Why? See, I guess that's our brothers. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we will, we will con- consult each other, but we want to kill each other at the same time. You're not killing nobody. <laughs> you either want to hear the 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 truth of it, or it ain't. It, it is what it is. You've accepted what you wanted, and you're gonna do what you got to do. I mean, that's at the end of the day. It's on you. You know, whether it sounds uncomfortable or not. I, if you ain't got a problem with it, I damn sure ain't got a problem. So I said, that's why I say, hey man, you're on your way, then do it. Uh, every man got to make a decision, but just you can't be complaining about it. Then I mean, you, you under as you said, you understand the game, so you either choose to play it or you don't, or you create your own. It's simple, really. Yeah, I wasn't really complaining. The only thing I was really complaining about <laughs> was that complaining. it would be it would be nice if this group of black people who are already uh, in it fellowship. Yeah. Let me just finish, man. Damn. Well, I'm trying to keep it moving, but I, we get it. It would be nice, and I we agree with you. I, I'm not trying to slight you, but you're right. Okay. All right. I know where you're going with it. I have a little practice. But yeah, man. All right, man. We woof, woof. that was a whole podcast, Q. You didn't want to make it about yourself, <laughs> but I think it was entertaining for some. I was just, you know, Elowag chapter two. That's all it was. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I still want to know how he wasn't making it about him, and it was his story. <laughs> That's all good, man. It's the same thing we talked about last time. It was like it was a it was it was a nice look, not nice, but it was a little story that could be a topic. I would yeah, ask I was, you to listen back to this, right? So, so you hear yourself. Okay, I probably will. I'll, I'll listen okay. back to all the show. Okay. What should I be listening for? No, I just said and hear yourself when we talked about your business. I'm curious what when you step back away from it, how it will sound for you. Sometimes we can learn from just listening to our own self. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Well, man, we we gonna we gonna break up out of this unless uh, big sex. We didn't hear a, 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 a lot from you. Did you have something you wanted to get into before we got here? Man, not me. Okay. <laughs> so not me. <laughs> he was. What, is that your shaggy impersonation? <laughs> Wasn't me. Is that what that was? I ain't got shit to say, man. Which says volumes into itself. Damn. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, man, and and, and uh, all my listeners, what did you think about that last bit there? That was an interesting conversation going on. We're talking about real Q's business. So we're curious. Does anybody else have a business they want to talk about? I, I, I <laughs> <Not you. laughs> Mark, talk about your business, man. I'd love to hear what you're doing. Well, in regards to what, man? Mm -hmm. I just, I work, man. I just handle business. Okay. All right, cool, Modi. Now, now, Big... uh, Big Daddy Kane. One of them. Uh, uh, Aunt Pooh, what is this picture you just posted? Baby. Who posted this picture? What picture? Aunt Pooh, what's this? Yeah, I did. Uh, Anthony Anderson. (laughs) And this uh, this is a picture of uh, Chloe from the group Chloe Holly who play on... Uh, the show Grownish and Anthony Anderson up on there acting like a thirsty old man. Where is this? She, on, the she has she Where has with kimono on the Instagram. It's in oh it's in the uh, Discord chat. Uh-huh. Uh, Chloe posted with kimono without kimono and Anthony Anderson's thirsty ass commented without. I'm like, dude, you too old. Dude, to be come on now. Where do you she see older? his comment? I don't see where his comment. Down it's at right the bottom. There. You see? Oh. Right. I'm like, come on, bruh. Come on. Wait a minute, this is the actress that plays his daughter and he's commenting No, 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 no. daughter's friend on the show, Grownish. This is one of those girls that's in that singing group. Yeah, Chloe and Holly. Yeah. He's a fool. 
I'm like, bro, come on, man. Wow. I'm like, he does what like, old, old brothers and y'all. We need to lead these little social things. We don't understand, you know, putting that stuff, stuff can be seen by everybody. Cause this, you see, I can't say I'm not mad at him. I understand. I, I, yeah, but you don't post that. Come on. <laughs> they going in on him on Twitter. How bro. old is she? I think she's like 20. Oh, she. Oh, child, man. 20? Yeah, but he's an older brother, no. and he worked with her in some capacity. I think he's a producer on that, Cronus. Yeah, that could be a Me Too you know, case. A, so you're saying he's going to end up like Jason, what's his name? Well, I'm saying you got to put your money before the thirst. Now, come on now. Seriously. It just don't look right. Whether or not he hollered behind the scenes or something, but I wouldn't put it on Front Street. Look crazy. Yeah, Anthony Anderson, 48 years old. And he already and had say, cases on him that he does. That's, oh, that's right. Last person to be playing around. He had a rape case on. Remember, Anthony Anderson had a rape case. I I don't like to put that on people, but I swear he. I don't remember that, man. I do. Yeah, it's either one or the other, which would be one is twenty-one and the other one is nineteen. So, yeah. (laughs) He's a fool. I mean, but your co-star is gonna come at you looking like you looking crazy. We just yeah, talked about uh, Jason Mitchell. So. Yeah, blackish star Anthony Anderson disturbing history of sexual assault allegations. I just can't picture this dude. <laughs> I can't picture none of them half the time, but our cats be acting acting a fool sometimes. But anyway, shout out to Anthony Anderson. Slow down, slow down, baby. Stop it, stop it. All right, I remember when he first came on the scene. What was that? Uh, Romeo must die. Remember that movie? Yeah. I thought it was Life was his first one. It might have yeah, been. Yeah. I thought it was uh, the Jim Carrey movie. Jim Carrey? Yeah. Oh, Me, Myself, and Irene. Yeah, that. Oh, okay. I, that was the first one I had seen him. It was that. He was like more of a clown, comedic, really comedic type dude. Like, kind of buffoonish a little bit. But he and was, he turned it around when he yeah, did that yeah. stint on The Shield. That's he right. Straight yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, I, I, uh, first game. It's just gonna sound crazy, but first game respect, if you will, for him when he was in, um, what was the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Uh, uh, uh shit. With Jack Nicholson, um, Departed, The Departed. He's in that. Yeah, he plays a Boston cop. I remember the, the, at the beginning oh, of the yeah. movie. He's training with Leonardo DiCaprio, and he says something like, um, man, if I don't make this mile or something like that, I don't know what he, he says. I'm fucked. And Leonardo DiCaprio says, you're a black guy trying to be a cop in Boston. You're already fucked. Mm. Damn, I'm sitting here reading this report on him. Damn, you got hella stuff. See, they probably cleaned his up, but they weren't going to do all this for Jason. <laughs> Jason don't have the resume yet. Yeah, because if yeah, I'm surprised they canceled Anthony. What he got on? Okay, like, anyway. I don't mean to start. I don't mean to start no go. shit. Uh, now come on. Here we go. <laughs> another thirty. Another hour. Let's start again. Jason Jason Mitchell has been in two critically acclaimed films. Okay, and I, I, I think one. Who was the other one? It was um that with the hotel in Detroit. What was it oh, with yeah. uh, Finn? I know what, what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. The Tropicana. I don't remember the name. Small of it. role, but yeah. But 
I would say that alone kind of sons Anthony Anderson. I disagree completely. Yeah. Anthony Anderson got TV series, don't he? Anthony Anderson came out doing like a lot of the humor stuff, <clears throat> and he wanted to avoid being pigeonholed in that. Took the, the stint on the shield, which led to Law and Order, which mm-hmm. led to other things of him being more serious. Nah, I, mean, I can't. I can't give you that. I, I, Anthony I, I, Anderson I, can I, walk in into most places and people recognize him. I don't know about Jay, you know Mr. Mitchell. I think if you if you're dealing with casting agents in Hollywood, they're gonna look at Anthony Anderson's TV resume and look at Jason Mitchell. Wait a minute, he was in one of F. Gary Gray's biggest films. He played Easy E. Oh, we gotta go with him. No. Oh, he was in this other movie too. First uh, of all, they're not, they're not gonna be playing the same characters because of the age difference. I understand, uh, I understand that, Mark. I'm the the point. I'm trying. To, damn, little Drax like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> You saying yes. Yes. <coughs> Mr. Right. carries more weight than Anderson now? Is that what you're saying? I believe so. Uh, I mean, not now. No, not now. No. Nah, even like before, Jason no, Mitchell is not going to be producing, executive producing no series, and they ain't going to give him no budget and the and the clout to do no shit like that. Nah. And that's what and old boy got. He's bankable. <sighs> they believe. I mean, he's he got books. He got books, man. I'm turning. I'm saying he got shit on his resume. <laughs> this dude is a bankable dude. You can put him on, and he can be on a long-running show, and he can produce other hits. He, Jason Mitchell, he's a great character actor, but oh, he was also in uh, Kong, Skull yeah, right, another right. critical. Oh. He was yeah. also in that one movie where he was the lone black guy when camping with the white boys that nobody else watched either. What movie was that? Exactly. That's why I said. <laughs> no, not exact. Anthony. That's Anthony why I said ain't nobody watched it. <laughs> it went straight to streaming. <laughs> But Anthony Anderson's he's been some clunkers too, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm yeah, just but saying, he gotta, he's still not bigger. Anthony Anderson is bigger, is a bigger draw than old boy. There's, it, it's, it's just a fact. I'm not saying he's a better actor personally, but in terms of the power, what they're going back, they ain't going back. No Honestly, the only thing Anthony Anderson has been in that I would say he might edge out uh, Jason in terms of a Hollywood feature is uh, him in Hustle and Flow. He killed that role. Other than that... that too. Yeah. I'm good. He was as good as Hustle Flow as he was on Shield. Like to me, Shield, he was the shit in that. Like that's what changed the game for him, in my opinion. It did change yeah. his whole perception. I know I'm about to get uh, y'all gonna be mad. Like, God damn it! But uh, is Shield worth watching? God damn it! Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yes. Yes. Big yes. Okay. If I had to choose between watching that or The Wire, which one? The Wire. The Wire. The wire. But if you have to choose between the shield and, and breaking bad, shield. Shield all day. Hell no. No shield fucking all. Hell yeah. Shield all no day. Hell yeah. Get all fucking I love day. breaking bad, but it ain't as good as the shield, in my opinion. Uh-uh. Nah. Nigga, you like, the, you like Lost. What do you know? Hilarious. Wow. Hilarious. And the shield over Lost. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. You watch the first episode of the shield. If the ending does not hook you, walk away. All right, I'll check one. I'll check it out. Watch episode one, and when 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 it's over, we're like, "Oh shit!" Damn it! I know we forgot to talk about that. All in the family, Jefferson's uh, show. I'm bring that up too, but I didn't want to. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, so go ahead. Nah, we... shit. That, yeah. I think that comes on tonight, doesn't it? Man, yeah. you are the nut. Man, shut we up. We tagged with a Facebook post saying they were rerunning it. 
I know I saw it. Damn, I just got to go set the DVR. Chill. Yeah. Shit. God damn. <laughs> Man, take the dog off my ankle, okay? Shit. <laughs> we the only ones that going to get that. Yeah, before you shoot the damn dog, I know. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ampoo. And uh, in two weeks, I'll be at EA Play. If anybody listening is from Los Angeles, come out. Get the first uh, play of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and maybe we can take some pictures. I'm not buying you a drink. <laughs> All right, right. Star, where can they find you? You can find me at real r e e l q storm dot com. I'll be. I'm trying to get a review of CU yesterday up, and uh, I'm going to get a review of uh, Brightburn up. Uh, you can also find me on, of course, lwagarms.com. And you can go to my LWAG, L-W-A-G, YouTube page and check me out there. I was, uh, I was doing a rifle class yesterday. So you can check out my student on the rifle class. I'll be putting a video about that as well. Hey, cute, quick question. Yes. Are you kicking Mike back for the uh, plugs? Hilarious. <laughs> Are you, you just plugged yourself, didn't you? Pause. I said myself, not a business, though. <laughs> I'm you did a whole podcast on your business, but that's all right. Oh, well, okay. That, okay. Well, okay I'll treat me like the treat you. me like the the gun owner. Dude. Listen, listen. <laughs> I I want to I want to bring something to the chat. Okay. I called Mike up yesterday. You mean this from is, the chat? Wow. You mean from okay. real life? You're bringing something up. God damn! I can't get a fucking break on that. Well, okay. you didn't. It's not something from the chat. But go ahead. Okay. I called Mike yesterday, and I just just for those viewers out there, viewers, listeners out there, y'all got me shook. <laughs> I called him up and said, Mike, just on principle, I'm calling you to say thank you for all you've done for me. Uh, you kicked me in my behind more than once, and this is just a call to say I appreciate it. So see, I'm about, see, I'm about to be messy. Because I was about to be Go ahead I know you about to go with it I said where the bread at Exactly <laughs> See all my white friends They they Yo Mike I got I, I got something for you It's on PayPal You, you okay Alright Now let's see, see See how brothers do No, nah, I'm just ben, I'm just I, messing I, with you I'm just Somebody ain't no good in that When I was more flush <laughs> Cause stop it now Stop I'm just messing No Q Q ain't lying Q's not lying I said I was gonna be messy. <laughs> nah, that was dope. That was that was dope. Q, he he called up. You know that was that was tight. I know. But anyway, uh, he don't gotta plug me for nothing for that. That's we do this out of love, man. Let's change the word from plug. I don't like that word, man. Please. Hilarious. I can't, I can't deal with that word. <laughs> he ain't got flashbacks. He ain't got the plug. Me. You you're not having a PS. PTS LGBT or whatever. My man, Mike. <laughs> Fuck you, just say man. I was, I was, I was combining PTSD with the LGB community. See, the, Mike, you, you, you you're having you're a flashback. Ruin, you're ruining the sanctitude of of, of what? <laughs> sanctitude of what? The sanctitude of what? Well, I was clowning you for saying sanctitude. Oh, okay. show. Let's just move on. I don't know what you've been through. But, uh, Damn. <laughs> Don't let me come to Renton. Don't let me come to Renton. 
Now you're threatening me now. Damn. My, <laughs> my permit works in, in Washington. Jesus. Wow. Threatening to shoot me. At least I got it on tape. <laughs> yeah, you know, Feel the love. Boy, I, I tried to give. I gave love. He gives death threats. That's no, like, no. I'm real saying, niggas. Let me, don't let me come up there and take you to a range and show you what right. with my shoes. Okay. That's what I meant. I got you. See? Damn, black men. Gangsters, gotta... boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Big sexy. Where can I find you? Damn. <laughs> Facebook, Mark Wiggins. Instagram, Mark Wiggins 2. And Twitter, WSE Mark. All right. Man, I'm going to start calling Q Bright Burning. Turn quick. Why, don't why let you come up there and blow your head off. Again, you, why you keep bringing it to me? <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't want threat in my life, man. What am I supposed to do, man? If anything happens to me, y'all, that nigga did. <laughs> <laughs> and he going to snitch, too. You snitch, uh, you snitch on yourself. You snitching. You snitch on yourself, man. Gangster. <laughs> All right. But anyway, it's all fun. Um, check us out, podcastjuice.net. Uh, get on the Podcast Juice website. Get your Podcast Juice related t shirts. We got Working Like a Job, uh, Something Sexy But Not Dirty. Oh, I have a question. Oh, okay, go ahead. I see, see I can't get my plugs in, but he gets I know, but you're about to close out the show. I'm, I want you to pick up where you left off, but mm. I just want to respectfully ask what happened to me? What happened to the two new uh, panelists, uh, Q Dot and Chloe? Uh, well, Chloe's situation—it was—I didn't know this, but apparently, it's like you have to pay. They charge different for her internet or something, so it was too expensive for her to come on. Uh, uh, Quentin—I'm not sure. Quentin—he's—he's he's focused on his business, I guess, doing his videos. You know, shout out to Quentin. What is he? What's his business? Well, he does. You know, I don't know if you've seen his his motive. He got those motivational videos he puts out. I think he does it like almost oh. every day. So I think he just really like you know what? Let me focus on doing me. So I, I salute that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Quentin. Thank. Now, can I get back to promote my business? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Q. I don't want to make it about me, Q. Uh, but anyway, go check out our t-shirts. Uh, they're on the site podcastjuice.net/slash/gear. Uh, but yeah, if you and if you get a T-shirt, send me the picture so I post it on social media. We share it out, you know, and tag it up and all that good stuff. But anyway, this has been a long one. I hope you guys had fun listening to this. Yo, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>